This is Motor Racing Network Classics, presented by MRN. Good afternoon, everyone, from the Talladega Super Speedway. Well, they have been pouring into this racetrack since before daybreak this morning. And Eli Gold, I don't think there's a seat here that isn't filled right now. You know, every Winston Cup track has its own personality, but there is no track in the world that can match what we see here at Talladega. For sheer speed and close drafting, nothing compares. And for those hair-raising finishes, this track has no equal in the world. That's exactly right, Barney Hall. The finishes we've seen here have been three and four wide. There have been finishes on cars' roofs, on their sides, in the wall, any combination of the same. And that's what makes Talladega so very special. And super speedway racing has been so very unpredictable as a general rule for NASCAR's Winston Cup Series. This year, four super speedway races already and four different winners. Sterling Marlin won at Daytona. Rusty Wallace at Rockingham. Ernie Irvin in Atlanta. Dale Earnhardt was the winner in Darlington. And then you take a look at this racetrack singly by itself. Rusty Wallace has never won here. Mark Martin has never won here. Jeff Bodine, Ricky Rudd, Kyle Petty. Those are just a few of the fellows who have never managed to conquer this high-speed 2.66-mile racetrack, and that's why it's so very special to them. They'd all like to break into victory lane here today. And there are an awful lot of potential winners. This racetrack has also favored a lot of dark horses over the years that have won only one race in an entire career, but it came right here at Talladega. So uh, if we see somebody in victory lane that is a totally new face, won't be a big surprise. It's an overcast day, although the weatherman says there's no threat of rain. Temperature right now, 72 degrees. So from a standpoint of the fans and the drivers, it really couldn't be any more perfect of an afternoon. One year ago, Ernie Irvin won this race, and he won it from a farther back starting spot than ever in the history of the Winston Select 500. He won from a 16th starting spot. Heck, his chances should be iced today. He starts in the pole. Let's get his thoughts with Jim Phillips. Bush pole winning speed, 193.298. And this car has been so good all week, Ernie. Have you even made any adjustments to it? No, we sure have. You know, I'm trying to get it to handle good. And, uh, you know, the guys at Carolina Race Cars put the body on this thing, and it's made for speed and uh, did a great job. But we, me and Larry's been working on getting it to drive better. That's our problem at Daytona. And uh, I think we got her dialed in for today. How about today's race? Last year we had a wild finish during this race. Do you expect the same thing this, today? Well, there's no doubt we're at Talladega, so it's going to be wild. Um, hopefully it'll be a nice, safe race. Everybody can come out of here and um, go to the next race, and uh, nobody will be hurt, and we'll have a good race. And this Texaco Avalon Ford, I think, is going to lead some today and maybe lead a lot. And and um, I think it's going to be a close race come the finish. Whoever it might be with, it's going to be tight. It's just Talladega. That's Ernie Irvin, Bush Pole winner, his second Bush Pole of the year, and they did change the entire wiring harness on this car this morning. They started it up, and the engine kept shutting off, so they didn't take any chances. They have a new wiring harness in the car right now. Tell you what, just about everybody in the garage you talk to feels like that that will be the car to beat here today, and they've been smiling all week long. I kind of feel like if they don't have any problems, he'll be the man they'll be chasing. Todd Bodine, as we've talked about in recent weeks, continues to get better every time he goes onto the racetrack. Had a great qualifying run here this weekend. We'll be starting third on the field. Winston Kelly is with him. Fresh off a great run last weekend. You went out early, Todd, just about captured that first bush pole. What were your thoughts during qualifying? Did you think it would stand up? You a little bit nervous? Well, I didn't know. I didn't think it'd stand up. You know, at Talladega, the more cars that qualify, normally the faster they go because it cools off. And, uh, you know, Ernie and, and uh, Loy and, and Earnhardt and a couple of these guys still were left to go, and I knew it was going to be tough to hold on. Uh, we're real pleased with it. That was faster than we'd run all day. So, uh, you know, this factory store is Ford, Adidas Ford. Uh, it's running good. It drafted good yesterday. I drafted with Ernie some, and 
hopefully we can stick right here on his back bumper and hang around all day. Tell us about your race strategy. It's the same car that you ran in Daytona. You were up front when you got swept into a wreck. How do you approach this race? Well, the main thing, like I said, I just I want to be around all day. I want to get some laps and some drafting experience. Uh, you know, I was really getting some experience at Daytona and learning a lot with, with Earnhardt and Ernie, and, and that's what I want to do today is just stick around and, and be at the front and try to stay out of trouble and just be around for the finish. You know, here at Talladega, if you're around for the finish and you got a good car, you've got a shot to win. Todd Bodine starts this beautiful red, white, and blue forward in third this afternoon. Jimmy Spencer a year ago missed the victory here at Talladega by just the least small margin. Driving then for Bobby Allison Motorsports, he came home in second spot. He'd like to think that today could be his day for a Winston Cup victory lane visit. Jimmy is joined by Jim Phillips as he starts in fifth spot. Well, I know, Jimmy, that you're not pleased that uh, this year so far your best finish has been 10th. You've got a great starting position today. I tell you, Jim, the guys have been working hard on the McDonald's team, uh, qualifying really good the last couple of races. And I tell you something, we've got a good car today, and uh, hopefully our luck will turn for us. Do you think this car is capable of winning the race today? I really do. The car has been a brand-new Banjo Matthews car. Junior uh, Johnson set the thing up. My guys do what Junior tells us, and uh, we've been running a lot better since that. Uh, I'll tell you something, it's drafting real good. The car is absolutely awesome in the draft. That's what I think you need today, 500. Well, if Luke's got anything to do with it, he's got a determined look on his face. Jimmy Spencer's ready to rumble today. Pre-race activities taking place at the start-finish line below us. Special honorees here this weekend, including Richard Brickhouse, who won the very first race here at Talladega back some 25 years ago, and the winner the very next year of the Alabama 500, as it was called then, Pete Hamilton, who's also on hand here. Both men have been involved in the activities here yesterday. Honorary officials for the International Race of Champions event here yesterday today afternoon and again here today for the Winston Select 500. Back now to the starting grid where Greg Sachs qualified awfully well. The U.S. Air Ford will start sixth today. He always likes these big racetracks ever since winning the Pepsi Firecracker 400 as they called it at Daytona back in 1985. Greg says this could be his day as well. Let's get his thoughts. Back at a super speedway back with Greg Sachs up toward the front of the field. So what else is new but Greg looking to today's race. Is the car capable of winning? Well, I tell you, it's real exciting today, Winston. You know, this U.S. Air Jasper Engine Sport Thunderbird is really getting the job done. I feel right at home here at Talladega. Let's go out there and try and pull down a victory. How about the strategy the first few laps? You've got a rookie up front, but somebody certainly not a rookie just in front of you, Dale Earnhardt. What do you do those first few laps? Well, the way I see it, if, uh, if Lloyd steps on it and gets, gets with the program, we'll just go right along. If he hesitates and Dale makes a move high or low, I'll be stuck to that three like glue. Greg Sachs starts the U.S. Air Colors in six this afternoon. Sterling Marlins had some great runs both here and at Daytona in recent years. I remember when he came on the scene way back in the late 70s, and he came to Talladega in equipment that was far from being a winning car. He always had some really strong runs. He was all smiles all week long. He starts back in 10th position. Jim Phillips is with him. Well, he started out like a lion. He won the Daytona 500, finished second at Rockingham. The last six starts, only one top ten finish. Is the day the day you turn it around? I think it is. We, uh, you know, the boys have done a real good job on the car. Uh, we didn't qualify exactly for one or two, but the, the car is running great now and uh, run some real good laps yesterday evening. And you know, we're gonna try to slip in here and uh, get this hundred thousand and uh, go to the house. Well, this is the second leg of the Winston Million. You run second at this racetrack. What is it going to take for you to win today, though? Well, hopefully, you know, we can get, uh, you know, four or five of us can break away from, uh, from the, you know, all the rest of the pack and uh, come down to us to end. 
uh, you know, sometimes it happens like that here, and then sometimes you're fighting uh, 15 guys. So uh, it's just a big chess game. you got to work it all day, and hopefully uh, you'll be in position to win it uh, when it comes down to it. Well, he's powered by a rut Pittman engine. They've won here before. He can do it again today. And the team is hoping to change their luck. Sterling's crew chief, Tony Glover, and the team manager, Larry McClure, along with a crew member or two, have all shaved their mustaches this week. They say, well, maybe that'll change our luck. We'll try anything we can. One man who shaved his mustache a year ago is hoping to find some kind of luck here today, and that's Jeff Gordon. Here's a man who wins the Bush Clash. He won a qualifier at Daytona last year, one of the Gatorade twin races. This week, though, he just can't get out of his own way. Very simply, the car has just not been running. I mean, Jeff Gordon starts all the way back in 40th spot. Winston Kelly has trotted to the rear of the field to chat with Jeff. Very unusual starting place, especially on a super speedway for Jeff Gordon. Jeff, you won the Bush Clash and, of course, had a lot of success at Daytona. Have Ray Abraham and the crew been able to figure out exactly what the problem is on this car? Well, no, we, we actually we haven't. Uh, you know, we changed motors and, and we qualified. At least we qualified. I mean, we got into the race. Uh, Talladega's always been a tough place for us to qualify, but we seem to race pretty good. So just when you think you got it figured out, uh, it seems to bite you. So we're not getting too cocky. We just think we're going to try to have a good, clean day and try to work our way up to the front as uh, quick as we can. How did the car draft in last in the last practice session yesterday? Uh, car drafted great. Uh, you know, I, I really wasn't a car that could take command of a draft, but uh, I could push some cars and, and I could draft with some cars right to the front of a pack. So I feel pretty good about it. This is definitely a drafting track. Bobby Labonte, who starts 41st behind Gordon, started that same place last year, made it up into the top 10. Jeff Gordon believes the DuPont colors can do the same thing today. Almost any driver will tell you their car can be five mile an hour slower, but if you can hang on to that draft, you can stay up there. There were 49 cars here at Talladega to begin the week's activities. Seven drivers failed to qualify. Richie Petty, Jim Sauter, Rich Bickle, Jimmy Horton, Ronnie Sanders, Ward Burton, and Delma Cowart. All of those drivers failing to qualify. The 42 who are awaiting the green flag, 42nd, Kirk Shelmerdine, former Dale Earnhardt crew chief out of Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. He's driving the Jimmy Means Williams Racing Ford, his first Winston Cup start. 41st, Bobby Labonte of Corpus Christi, Texas. 40th, Jeff Gordon from Pittsburgh, Indiana. 39th, Bobby Hamilton of Nashville, Tennessee. 38th starter, Dick Trickle from Wisconsin Rapids, Wisconsin. Joe Nimichek out of Lakeland, Florida, starts 37th. 36th is John Andretti. He's from Indianapolis, Indiana. Out of Basalt, Colorado, Wally Dallenbach starts 35th. 34th is Jeff Burton from South Boston, Virginia. Ricky Rudd from Chesapeake, Virginia has his tied forward and 33rd. 32nd, Jeff Purvis of Clarksville, Tennessee. And 31st, Derek Cope out of Spanaway, Washington. Bill Elliott from Dawsonville, Georgia, will be starting 30th, 29th. Jimmy Hensley of Ridgeway, Virginia. Brett Bodine of Chemung, New York is 28th on the field. 27th, Kyle Petty of Ranama, North Carolina. 26th is Hut Strickland of Calera, Alabama. Starting 25th, Rick Mast of Rockbridge, Bass, Virginia. 24th, Jeremy Mayfield of Nashville, Tennessee. The 23rd starter will be Jeff Bodine of Chemung, New York. Starting 22nd, Dave Marcus of Wausau, Wisconsin. And old Dave has hung in there pretty good all this year. He's had some great runs. He told me yesterday he thinks he can post a good finish here today. 21st will be Terry Labonte of Corpus Christi, Texas. 20th is Rusty Wallace from St. Louis, Missouri. His brother Mike Wallace, also from St. Louis, starts in 19th. 18th is Lake Speed of Jackson, Mississippi. And the 17th starter, Ted Musgrave of Franklin, Wisconsin. Out of Franklin, Tennessee, Darrell Walsh of starts 
16th. 15th is Mark Martin of Batesville, Arkansas. Chuck Bowne of Portland, Oregon, finished 7th at Martinsville last week. He'll go 14th today. 13th is Harry Gant of Taylorsville, North Carolina. 12th, Morgan Shepard from Conover, North Carolina. And local favorite Steve Grissom of Gadsden, Alabama, starts 11th. And some very fast company up in that top 10. Sterling Marlin, Columbia, Tennessee, will be starting 10th. Dale Jarrett of Hickory, North Carolina, finally thinks they have their team turned around, posted a ninth-place qualifying run. Eighth, Michael Waltrip of Owensboro, Kentucky, another good qualifying run for him, and he expects to run well today. Kenny Schrader of Fenton, Missouri, is seventh, another team that seems to have turned the corner in recent weeks. Greg Sachs, we heard from a moment ago from Mattituck, New York, is sixth, starting fifth, Jimmy Spencer of Berwick, Pennsylvania, the fourth starter, Dale Earnhardt out of Kannapolis, North Carolina, and starting third is Todd Bodine of Shemung, New York. And on the front row, Loy Allen of Raleigh, North Carolina. And on the pole, Ernie Irvin of Modesto, California. And the separation between the field is probably about as close as we've seen it in a long, long time. 188 miles an hour plus for the 42nd starter and 193. So that's not much of a gap. No, it isn't much of a gap at all as qualifying has been so very close all season long. Right now the command to be given to start engines here at Talladega. As Pete Hamilton, Cale Yarborough, Bobby Allison, and Richard Brickhouse all lean in to give the command to fire the engines. And with that said, we're set to go racing. The Winston Select 500 is next. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical, underage sale prohibited. Introducing Zone Nicotine Pouches, the perfect balance of unparalleled comfort, longer-lasting flavor, and nicotine that satisfies. Whether you're zoning in during the race or zoning out after a tough day at work, Zone gets you there faster and keeps you there longer. Available in seven flavors and in six and nine milligram strengths. Find Zone at zonepouches.com and retailers near you. Own your Zone with Zone Nicotine Pouches. Silence is golden, especially when it comes to brakes. That's why Napa Silent Guard are built to be one of the smoothest and most quiet brakes on the market. Made with fiber-reinforced shins that eliminate noise for the life of the pad, rubber-coated hardware for a better fit, and quality design that meets and exceeds OE performance. Silent Guard brakes deliver the stopping power drivers demand. Available now at Napa locations nationwide. Pontiac Firebird safety car, pristine white with blue piping. It is a limited edition Pontiac that is being piloted by Elmo Langley here today. And for the 22nd year, pacing the field at NASCAR Winston Cup Racing, Elmo pulls the Pontiac down pit road. Green flag is in the air, and the Winston Select 500 is underway. Down the line, on the break, nobody will get out in clean air all by themselves. They'll go into the corner, door to door, heading for Joe Moore in turn two. That's the way they'll stay. Ernie Irvin down on the inside. Loy Allen right up alongside, coming side by side into turn one. Into turn two, they begin to pick up a little bit of distance now in the second row. They're still stacked up double wide as well. Todd Bodine on the inside of Dale Earnhardt. Nobody gains an advantage. Still dead even. Off turn two and onto the back straight. Stay that way now all the way back through about the first 18 cars. Double wide. Darrell Waltrip makes a little move down to the inside. Just breaking a little air between his car and Chuck Bowne as they go to three. Boy Allen's machine up to the top of the banking, but here comes Ernie Irvin down to the bottom of the racetrack. His black Ford now drifts up to the end in the middle lane. Todd Bodine takes a peek there. Nothing doing. Ernie Irvin leads off turn number four on lap number one. Ernie Irvin who won this event a year ago with that Robert Gates power plant behind him. He'll lead lap number one. Todd Bodine moves into the second 
second spot. Third is Loy Allen with the help of the drafting partner of Dale Earnhardt. They'll work to the outside. Lap one complete. The battle still side by side and one. Loy Allen and Todd Bodine are from there on back at side by side. Up front though, Ernie Irvin, he's picked up two car links on those side by side battles. Jimmy Spencer peeks to the inside of Todd Bodine. He can't get out of line. Back single file. Ernie Irvin will split the middle of the back straightaway so the inside and outside lines will form on either side of him. Now he moves up to the high side of the racetrack in front of Allen, then dives back towards the bottom. Still a great battle for the second position. Todd Bodine down to the inside, and here comes Jimmy Spencer. Three wide for the second position. Spencer gets the edge off turn number four. Still three wide down the short straightaway. Jimmy Spencer beginning to scramble a little bit, and I was about to say a moment ago, that is the cleanest start here at Talladega, I believe, I have ever seen. Nobody pulled out a line that first lap all the way around. Irvin by himself in front. Spencer scrambles for second place with Loy Allen back in turn one. Todd Bodine back in the fourth spot. Looks for a chance to move to the inside of Jimmy Spencer. He'll think better of it. He's back in line. Now, Loy Allen gets a fender out in front of Spencer. This is the battle for second. They draw even again. Side by side off turn two. Back for around the tenth spot. They're three wide. Michael Waltrip caught in the middle between Dale Jarrett and the outside line of cars. Meantime, Ernie Irvin and Loy Allen cleanly out in front. Spencer battles with Earnhardt for third. Earnhardt up to the top of the banking. Jimmy Spencer's red machine down low. The two cars still side by side. Stacked up double wide. About ten rows back behind. Todd Bodine thinking about making three wide for third as they come off turn number four. Near the back of the field, Jeff Gordon has picked up 13 positions here on the start. So his car starting 40th, now climbing its way through the pack. Irvin leads, Loy Allen second. The battle, Earnhardt for third by inches over Spencer to his inside. Spencer drives in deep going into turn one. He's got a fender out in front of Earnhardt. Earnhardt struggles to stay up alongside. Meanwhile, behind them, Todd Bodine looks to the inside of Jimmy Spencer. He'll think better and fall back in line single file. Double wide for the front two, now the front three. Spencer leading that inside line of cars, trying to stay up alongside Dale Earnhardt for third. Down the back straightaway, Earnhardt being pushed along by Greg Sachs as they hit the banking. That'll give them the edge and as they climb the banking of turn number three. Earnhardt to the top of the banking, now making the bid for second. Loy Allen Jr. on the inside. Dale Earnhardt on the high side. Earnhardt with the edge off turn four. Give a call to Loy Allen. He told me this weekend, he said, I've been on the pole and I've been back in the pack once they dropped the flag. He said, I think I have enough experience now that the car is comfortable. I'm going to stay up there as long as I can. He now slides back to fourth place. In fact, they're passing him on the inside and the outside. Jimmy Spencer gets underneath him in turn one. And Greg Sachs went to the outside lane, bringing along Sterling Marlin and Morgan Shepard. Allen right in the middle of the racetrack, and they're filing by on the outside and inside. He's followed back to about the tenth position. Earnhardt makes a challenge for the lead. Dives for the bottom of the racetrack off of turn number two. Draws up alongside Ernie Irvin's got no drafting help behind him, though. Irvin gets a push from Greg Sachs on the outside and holds on to the top spot. Sachs will get the second position now. Sterling Marlin and Dale Earnhardt in a side-by-side duel for third. Here comes Jimmy Spencer to the inside. Dale Earnhardt shuts the inside lane down and in a side-by-side duel he goes off turn four for third. But all the while, Greg Sachs is now snuck in right behind Ernie Irvin. He'll hold down the second spot. Sterling Marlin third. Earnhardt runs in fourth right in the middle of the track with it going double wide behind him. Morgan Shepard to the outside wall. Spencer to his inside back to turn one, lap number six. That's the battle for the fifth position with Todd Bodine looking to move around on the outside now. He's pulling up on the outside of the Jimmy Spencer car now that Morgan Shepard clears him. Front four now, single file in the back straightaway. Well, still Jimmy Spencer holding down that inside line, trying to pick up some drafting help from Darrell Waltrip. Now he'll squeeze up in line between Todd Bodine and Lake Speed, ball his way back into the seventh spot. About the front eight cars now, all single file. Everybody tucks down to the bottom of the racetrack. Darrell Waltrip working the low side of the racetrack inside Dale Jarrett. The first side-by-side battle back for the tenth position, but up front, nine cars, single file, back to start-finish. I've been coming to Talladega since the first race here in 
69. I don't think I have ever seen this already. We're putting six laps on the board, and the entire field is still in that draft. There's less than three seconds from the tail end of the field to the leader as they sweep back to turn two. First battle will be for the ninth position. Jarrett on the outside of Darrell Waltrip. Waltrip tries to sneak up and make his move down to the inside lane of the racetrack. Street Grissom will follow his line down low. No one gets the edge, though, as they exit turn two. That side-by-side racing for ninth has allowed the front eight who are running single file to open up about seven or eight car lengths distance now as Jarrett finally gets by Chuck Brown. Darrell Waltrip slides back. They'll drop into line there, but up front the front eight cars all single file now to the inside of the racetrack. Sterling Marlin now slips up a lane. Earnhardt looks to the inside. Nothing doing there. Back to single file off the fourth turn. The front seven cars trying to break away if they can. They're tied tightly together. They've got about five car lanes on the next car in line. Here Earnhardt now swings wide through the trioval area. He's to fourth spot. Fifth place has Todd Bodine inside of Morgan Shepard back to one. Bodine will make his move. He's in the inside lane getting by Shepard. He'll open the door for Spencer as well. Spencer now up alongside Morgan Shepard. He'll clear that car and move by to fall back in line single file. All the while Irvin leads with Saxon second. Shepard falls back now to eighth and that side by side racing has allowed Lake Speed and Dale Jarrett in ninth and tenth to close up. Eleventh is Chuck Bound. Ken Schrader runs twelfth. Mark Martin is thirteenth. Everybody tightens up in the front seven cars now as they draft together to the inside of the racetrack. Nobody stepping out of line. Jimmy Spencer trying to gain up to that front draft. Still about two car lengths in arrears as they race off turn four. Ernie Irvin in the black Ford heads back to start finish. Field beginning to string out just a little bit now from the front to the back. There are seven cars up in the lead draft, maybe another 11 back in the second draft, and from there on back, everyone still out on the racetrack is running in a tight pack going back to turn number one. Kyle Larson brings his Chevy in four tires to no racing fuel. From fueling NASCAR champions on the track for over 20 years to innovating 94 octane, the highest octane on the market. Performance is what Sunoco does. All Sunoco fuel at the pump meets the same top tier standards as the fuel used in NASCAR. Money's back here for Ryan Blaney, four tires with Sunoco fuel. From the track to your tank, you can trust Sunoco to help your vehicle perform at its peak. Craftsman in your hand, up to stopping, yeah Now the chair quickly stand, only the engine repair Craftsman in your hand, nothing you can't do Like the lawn, Mickey John, or that kitchen add on Craftsman in your hand, up to stopping, yeah From outdoor care to home and auto repair Do it with Craftsman Find the tools, equipment, and storage you need At your local Lowe's, Ace Hardware, or Craftsman.com here at Talladega Super Speedway, 10 laps on the board, 188 laps making up the distance today. Ernie Irvin and Greg Sachs, Sterling Marlin, Dale Earnhardt, Todd Bodine, and Jimmy Spencer, the front pack. Now it's Earnhardt who tucks out of line. He'll draw even with Marlin, and he'll try and grab a spot going back up the banking in turn one. Earnhardt makes the pass on Marlin, moving him up to third. Todd Bodine comes along with him. He'll pick up the fourth spot, and Jimmy Spencer tries to do likewise. Marlin struggles, meanwhile, trying to get back in line. As they enter the back straightaway, all those cars in front of the Spencer and Marlin side by side race move up to the outside line of cars that leaves the both of them without a drafting partner and they're going to fall back. Sterling Marlin will tuck down to the inside of the racetrack. He and Spencer now make it about five or ten car lengths in arrears as they go through the apex of the turn. Here the front four now come off turn number four. Irvin shows the way. Boy, this field beginning to break up in a hurry just a moment ago from nose to tail all the way back to 42nd position, about three seconds. Now it has stretched out the entire length of the front straightaway. Irvin's a leader. Sachs rides second. Earnhardt's third. Todd Bodine is fourth and Spencer is fifth. 
but the real scramble is on for sixth position over toward turn two. That's where Sterling Marlin works the inside lane on Lake Speed. Speed's got some drafting help with the former Ken Schrader, and now Mark Martin pulling up behind them in the outside lane. Sterling tries to force the issue, tries to get back in line, but again, he's left out. Goes from racing for fourth spot now to be racing for ninth and tenth as he continues to drift backwards. Now he'll fall in line behind Mark Martin and in front of Dale Jarrett at the tail end of that group. Meanwhile, the front four cars have moved out to about ten car lengths as they shuffle to the inside lane in turns three and four. Ernie Irvin with Greg Sachs right behind. Dale Earnhardt and Todd Bodine tuck it up nose to tail off the fourth turn. And Jim Phillips, this breakaway was not without its close moments for Dale Earnhardt. He made a save a while ago, Eli. He was uh, tagged in the rear by Greg Sachs. Of course, it was not intentional. Real close racing. The Earnhardt car went sideways about the Talladega side right in front of me, and he saved it. And how he did, I don't know. Some great three-way scrambles. Back at 22nd spot, John Andretti is there. Brett Bodine is there. They scramble up the banking. John Andretti trying to get by, making his move, coming to the inside of the track. That battle will go away. Meanwhile, Darrell Waltrip losing touch with the rest of the field. He was up in the top 10 a while back. Now he's dropped back to about 40th. Waltrip got put in a sandwich three wide a while ago. Had to come out of the throttle up in turn number three. When you have to come out of the throttle on one of these restricted engines, it takes you almost a lap and a half to get it wound back up. Meanwhile, Jimmy Spencer and Morgan Shepard have hooked up a bit. Now Spencer will tuck into the back of that front car draft. It's five cars now, nose to tail, make it six. Here comes Shepard. And in just a moment, there's going to be about a dozen up in that lead draft as they come back down to the line. The second draft is chasing down the front five, led by Morgan Shepard and Lake Speed as they close it in even tighter down in turn two. They're keeping a single file, also drafting help there by the Ken Schrader car. Now Speed drops out of line. He'll look to the inside of Morgan Shepard for a moment, gets back in line. It's Schrader who'll take the outside lane. He'll try to form a draft with Mark Martin, Sterling Marlin, and Dale Jarrett. Lake Speed forced to stay down the bottom side of the racetrack on the backstretch, so Schrader draws up alongside. They'll race for the seventh spot. Schrader gets seventh. Mark Martin goes by speed for eighth. Sterling Marlin goes by speed for ninth. Lake Speed going backwards in a big hurry. Now he drifts up to the top of the banking. Dale Jarrett caught up, was going to dive to the inside of Speed, but Speed shut down the inside lane. Those two cars almost touching in turn four. But nevertheless, they do stay pointed in the right direction. They'll make up that 12-car lead draft as they come through the trial area. Then there's a gap of about a half second to the battle between Rusty Wallace along with Chuck Bound, Terry Labonte, and now Jeff Gordon, who's all the way up to 15th spot. That's their own private battle in turn one. Rusty Wallace opens the door. Terry Labonte will come through. Bound tries to bring it down before Jeff Gordon comes along, but not in time. Here comes Gordon with the DuPont colors. He'll move to the inside also and bypass the Chuck Bound car. His cars now fall out single file as they come onto the back straightaway. Todd Bodine thought of looking inside of Dale Earnhardt for the third spot for just a minute on the backstretch. He goes back in line. Likewise, Greg Sachs sliding up the banking just a little bit. Earnhardt taking a peek inside there. Now Earnhardt moves up the banking. Make it maybe half a lane. Bodine takes a look but says no way. Tucks back in line. Here they come off turn four. Eleven cars, nose to tail in that lead draft. And Dale Earnhardt told me yesterday we're talking about a draft like that. Ten or twelve cars in it. He says he doesn't like to be back in the pack. Oh, really? For me, uh, you're depending on everybody in front of you, and if there's trouble, you don't really see trouble. You, you know, it just pops up in front of you pretty quick. So I'd rather be up in the first two, you know, two cars, three cars, and uh, we can sort of see what's going on in front of you and around you. He can see right now, Alan Bestwick, he has just moved up to second place. The only car he can see now is Ernie Irvin's right in front of him. Morgan Shepard got shuffled out of line just a minute ago in that lead draft. He's gone all the way back to the end of it. Jimmy Spencer also gaining about four positions as they shuffle down the back straightaway and pick their drafting partners. He picked the right one as he tucked in behind Dale Earnhardt. He'll ride third off the fourth turn. Here they come through the trioval area. Ernie Irvin has led the first 16 laps. Same car in which he led 84 laps at Daytona. Dale Earnhardt in second spot. Earnhardt ran 45 laps 
to the point down at the Daytona 500. And now Jimmy Spencer in third. He finished second here a year ago. They're back to the corner. Those cars are single file. Todd Bodine, the one getting shuffled out now. He tried to make a move along with Earnhardt and Spencer moving to the inside. On that last lap here off turn two, it's all still out of line. He's gone all the way to the tail end of the draft. Nine cars now in the lead draft as they work their way down the backstretch. Here's a bid for the lead. Earnhardt drops down to the inside. Jimmy Spencer will try and help push him along underneath Urban in three. Ford Chevy duel for the lead. Two black machines side by side. Irvin shuffled up the banking. He's all alone. Spencer down to the bottom of the racetrack. Earnhardt leads. Spencer is second. Back in line goes Ernie Irvin. He's third. And we are under caution for possibly something to happen up in turn four. Well, it looks like Jeff Bodine got caught out of line, went up to the top of the banking, held onto the race car, but uh, rode the rim of the outside of the fourth corner. And as he came by my position, it looks like some pretty heavy damage to the right side of uh, Bodine's car. At least it's going to be a tire change down on pit road. He has taken the car behind the pit wall. We'll follow up on that in just a moment. Under caution here at the Talladega Super Speedway as Jeff Bodine had problems with the Xide batteries machine up in the wall. Let's go to the garage area. David Hyatt checking on the story. Jeff Bodine started 23rd this afternoon, moving up through the pack, but uh, wound up coming up a little short. Jeff, what happened? Well, looks like we ran over something. Uh, blew a right front tire. Going through three and four, I was up pretty high, and uh, uh, you know the tire's gone here at the right front. I, I it just kind of. I felt her go down, so that kind of indication that you run over something that went flat and then uh, came apart. And banging the wall pretty good. It took a heck of a shot, but I'm okay. Heck, we're pretty tough. Uh, we're going to try to fix it. Actually, we might be able to get back out there. Crew already feverishly going to work. The full right side of the car is bashed in, making it completely flat, and the right front is torn up pretty badly. When it goes back out, it's certainly not going to have any aerodynamic help. Boy, not been a good week here at Talladega for Jeff Bodine or Brett, either one. Now, here comes the entire field on the pit road. It's just about every, don't see anybody behind the caution car. That's the first time that's happened here in a long time, also, as yeah. the entire field is going to be coming into the pits. Let's go down to pit road. Dale Earnhardt leads the parade in. He comes into his pit stall. Right behind him is Jimmy Spencer. Here comes Ernie Irvin as Morgan Shepard flashes by. Terry Labonte, Jeff Gordon, John Andretti, Derek Cope, Wally Dallenbach, and Dick Trickle, along with Brett Bodine, all coming in. It's going to be a two-tire stop for Earnhardt and for Irvin and for Jimmy Spencer. Winston Kelly. Two tires for everybody on this end of pit road. A close call for Rusty Wallace as he gets just about gets tagged by Jimmy Hensley coming into pit road. Michael Waltrip, Chuck Bound, Mark Martin, Rusty Wallace. Mike Wallace now in getting two tires along with Kyle Petty. Greg Sachs was in along with Dale Jarrett, Loy Allen, Ken Trader, and Todd Bodine getting two tires and gasoline. We'll also get an update from the Morgan Shepherd pit here in just a second. He came off the pit lane after what appeared to be a routine stop. He went about 40 or 50 yards, and then the car just stopped on the racetrack. Everybody went by, but now Morgan has uh, resumed again. But that little stoppage cost him about 15 or 16 positions as everybody else came streaming off the pit road. But, Barney, I think you're right. I don't believe I have ever seen no cars on the racetrack except Elmo Langley driving that Pontiac safety car. Got a pace car, car came across, and there was not <laughs> a single car out there, even anywhere on the racetrack, only the pace car. Don't see that very often. The race off pit road won just a moment ago by Dale Earnhardt. Todd Bodine's crew did a good job on him to get him out second. Coming off third was Greg Sachs. Looked like getting back onto the racetrack fourth in the running order after that round of pit stops would have been Jimmy Spencer and then Ernie Irvin. The field will get the one-to-go signal when they come to the stripe this time by. Quickly, let's get an update from the Wood Brothers pit area. Jim Phillips, what was the problem there with Morgan when he came out of the pits? As is the case, Eli, where the driver let the engine die. Couldn't get it started. It took a while, but now he's okay. So Morgan Shepard back on the racetrack, ready to go. 
Eli, quick update from Pitt Road. Neither the second or third place driver, Todd Bodine's team, nor Greg's, Greg Sachs' team changed tires. They just got gasoline. Return to the racetrack, the reason for their quick pit stops. And also Harry Gant is coming back in now for a third time. The driver is complaining of fumes, gas fumes, coming up in the cockpit of the race car. They're going to bring him back in, go into the hood, and see if they can find anywhere they may have a gas leak. Pace car has pulled off the speedway and onto pit road, and we're getting set to go back to green flag racing. It'll be a single-file restart with Dale Earnhardt and Todd Bodine leading the way as they come down to the line. Greg Sachs is third in the running order. Right behind him comes Jimmy Spencer, Ernie Irvin, and Mark Martin. Green flag goes in the air, and they get down to it once again. Sachs takes a look on the outside for second place on Todd Bodine going over toward turn two. Sachs was not able to make his move as Todd Bodine gets right up on the rear deck now of the race leader, Dale Earnhardt. It's Earnhardt, Bodine, then Sachs. Jimmy Spencer next in line and about five car lengths back to Ernie Irvin. He rides along with Mark Martin and Ken Schrader. They've got a big jump with the rest of the field as they exit turn two. Things a little bit strung out now as cars try and draft up along and tighten up as they get wound up to full speed down the back straightaway. Nobody stepping out of line all the way back to about the 30th spot where Michael Waltrip and Derek Cope race side by side. The black Chevrolet of Dale Earnhardt shows away. Five Fords trying to chase him down in turns three and four. No one can do it. He tucks it right down to the bottom of the racetrack. Todd Bodine takes a peek to the outside, but stays in line off four, turn four. The man caught out of line right now is Sterling Marlin. He'll try and work his way back in line and does roughly at 12th to 13th position. Just finds an opening ahead of Terry Labonte there. Middle of the pack, Michael Waltrip is hooked up together with Ted Musgrave and Morgan Shepard. Those cars positioned back at 23rd, 24th, and 25th, forming their own draft of the inside groove, trying to climb to the front. Waltrip dives down to the inside of the Andretti car. Ted Musgrave and Morgan Shepard fall in to help. Closer to the front, meanwhile, Sterling Marlin on the move down to the inside of Wally Dallenbach. This is for the 10th position as they come down the back straightaway. Here's the challenge for third. Jimmy Spencer and Ernie Irvin drop down to the inside. They'll try and draft underneath Greg Sachs. Those two cars hook up in a draft to the inside of the racetrack, but the top two now slide down. Now back up the banking, so Spencer gets to the inside of Greg Sachs. Gives Spencer third, but Sachs battles back on the outside. Five-car breakaway on the rest of the field as they come through the dogleg and head back down to the start-finish line. Jimmy Spencer down to the bottom of the racetrack. Nobody to draft with, but he isn't losing any ground. In fact, he's going to gain a little bit, or he looked like he might scoot up into third. He is still caught to the inside of the racetrack all by himself in turn two. Sachs has a fender out in front of Spencer going into turn one, but now Spencer pulls even right to the bottom of the racetrack. He'll blow by Greg Sachs and open up that lane. Let's see if Irvin is able to move up to the outside. He'll fall in line behind Sachs. Now Earnhardt and Todd Bodine dive for the bottom of the back straightaway. That's going to help Spencer for just a minute. Here's Sachs moving down to the inside. They're three wide for fourth. Spencer inside of Sachs, inside of Irvin. Sachs will have to back out. Jimmy Spencer with the edge now as Greg Sachs begins to slide backwards. Nobody goes with Sachs to the inside, to the outside. Cars beginning to shuffle by, but now Sachs battles back. He's in a duel for the sixth position. It's a three-way battle right there. Lake Speed works the inside of that trio. Kenny Schrader alongside. And how about Wally Dallenbach? Had to struggle to get that STP Pontiac in the field here yesterday. The whole team got the car up to speed. They've run well. They're in the lead draft. And Todd Bodine going to the inside of Dale Earnhardt here at the start-finish line. He becomes the third leader of the Winston Select 500. Well, you talk about flexing some muscles. Ernie Irvin just goes powering by as he leaves Dale Earnhardt and Todd Bodine behind by about five car lengths. Irvin found an opening coming through turn number four and just muscled his way past all that two-by-two dueling and now pulls away by five car lengths on second place in turn two. Second place, a good battle. Spencer looks to the inside of Bodine, but he'll fall back in behind him. Todd Bodine leads the inside line of cars. Dale Earnhardt leads the outside line of cars. They've all got drafting help, and they're all about seven car lengths behind Ernie Irvin. 
deserve it. Even as they come into turn number three, they'll climb the banking, and now Todd Bodine drifts back just a bit, but here he'll battle back on the inside. Jimmy Spencer hooks up behind Bodine. The two Fords race it out. Dale Earnhardt still was second, but make it inches off turn four. Gotta have a drafting partner to do any business in this event here this afternoon, but Earnhardt's gonna make a liar out of me on that as he dropped down to the inside and just moved around Irvin, but he does have some help this time with Greg Sachs and Todd Bodine as the inside line takes over this time over in turn two. Earnhardt gets by, but Sachs still to clear the Ernie Irvin car. He's racing up in the outside lane. Here's Jimmy Spencer now. He'll pull up behind the Ernie Irvin car. Sachs has a nose out in front in the battle for second. Right behind him is Bodine. About 20 cars all bunched together in this lead draft now, and the rest of the field not that far behind either. Still the race for second. Sachs inside of Irvin, right on Earnhardt's back bumper as they go to the corner. Sachs's white machine tucks right down to the inside of the racetrack. Ernie Irvin now caught out of line to the high side. Jimmy Spencer about two car lengths behind. Here's Todd Bodine taking a peek to the inside, thinking about making it three wide off the corner. He'll tuck back in. Still a side-by-side battle for second. Dale Earnhardt has the lead by about a car length. Here comes Greg Sachs now, splitting away from an inside groove. He'll come up to the midline. He'll challenge for the lead. He won't get there, but Sachs hangs on a second. Ernie Irvin tucks in behind Earnhardt. Bodine tucks in behind Sachs. Now here's Sachs diving to the inside of Earnhardt. This is for the lead. He'll make the pass going into turn one. Earnhardt feels a challenge now from Todd Bodine. He's got the inside line. Drafting help behind him from Dick Trickle. It's Greg Sachs leading off turn two. Double wide down the back straightaway behind leader Greg Sachs. Now some shuffling going on as Rusty Wallace breaks out of line. He'll go down to the inside of Jimmy Spencer. Spencer and Trickle will move up into the outside line. Rusty Wallace now moving back a couple of car lengths. Now he'll pick up drafting help. Ken Schrader is there. The top lane drifting backwards. The inside lane moving up a car length. Here's Greg Sachs off turn four. He leads back to start finish. Absolutely unbelievable racing here at Talladega this afternoon. It has been thrilling since the start, but it's scary also in the fact that there's about 28 cars up in that lead draft, meaning that if anything goes wrong anywhere in the pack, it's going to be like a bunch of ping pongs and balls in a bucket bouncing around here should they have any problems. They go back to turn two. Irvin now the man on the move. He dove to the inside of Dale Earnhardt. Picked up the spot there. Irvin going after the lead now. He dives to the inside of Greg Sachs off two. Drafting help from Todd Bodine right behind Irvin. Sachs has drafting help from Earnhardt. Irvin grabs the lead. Now moves up in front of the outside line. Back in seventh spot. Here's Wally Dallin back on the move. He goes to the inside of Rusty Wallace. Dallin back moves up one car length. Now to the inside is Schrader. Battle there for the sixth position. Up front in that lane. Todd Bodine. He's side by side with Spencer for fourth. Meanwhile Irvin leads back to start finish. Sachs tucks back in line. Jeff Bodine is in the garage. Four cars are running by themselves on the racetrack. Everybody else is in this one pack of traffic. Ernie Irvin has made the move around Greg Sachs. Irvin reassumes the lead here at lap number 33 going back across the stripe into one. Sachs will settle for the high side with drafting help from Earnhardt, maybe. Earnhardt's going to break out of line. No drafting help there. He dives to the inside of Sachs. He'll challenge for the second spot and look for drafting help from Todd Bodine. Earnhardt will grab second. He'll slide up into the outside line between Irvin and Sachs. Bodine is going to be left to battle for about the sixth spot with Ken Schrader as Dick Trickle goes on by him now on the outside. Trickle swings up to the top of the banking. Meanwhile, the top four cars now single file. They'll settle into the inside of the racetrack. First battle on the racetrack is going to be for the fifth position. Todd Bodine on the inside. Ken Schrader on the outside. And it's been that way since they put him under green this afternoon through the dog leg. We've seen him running four deep on a couple of times when they come around here. Great job by Wally Dollenbach this afternoon on the STP machine. He continues to hang up there in the top six or eight. He's got his hands full this time, however, at 
the bottom of the racetrack back in turn two. Got two cars on his outside, one right behind him. It's Ken Schrader and Todd Modine. They drift up the banking. Wally opens up the lane down on the inside. Get some help from fellow Pontiac driver Michael Waltrip. They'll clear those cars off turn two. Rewind right behind him. Sterling Marlin to the inside of Todd Bodine to the inside of Ken Schrader. This will be for about the eighth spot now as they rumble down the back straightaway. Marlin and Schrader will leave Bodine in the middle. Marlin sticks his yellow Chevrolet right down to the middle of the racetrack. That three-way battle evaporates, but behind another one develops as Lake Speed looks to the inside of Todd Bodine. Now that slips back to two-by-two. Meanwhile, the front five stays single file. Lake Speed needs to find some help right now. He made that move to the inside. Nobody went with him. Mark Martin made some motions as though to help. Lake finds an opening. He'll get right back in behind Spencer if he can, but he can't as Jeff Gordon closes that spot. Ernie Irvin continues to lead. Ernie Irvin leads. Dale Earnhardt second. Greg Sachs is third. Dick Trickle is fourth. Wally Dallenbach fifth. Then Michael Waltrip, Todd Bodine, Ken Schrader, Jeff Gordon, and Sterling Marlin. Your top ten here at Talladega, Alabama. Welcome back, everyone. The Winston Select 500. Now 38 laps complete. And yes, you heard that rundown correctly. Dick Trickle has brought the active motorsports car all the way up to fourth place after starting way back in the field. Let's get an update from the pit stall there where they started 38 and are now running fourth. Jim? Well, Mike Hillman, a great start for you. Started 38 up in the top five. Well, I'll tell you what. Dick Trickle's driving his butt off out there. When we pitted last time, we just got gas to go. The tires that Goodyear gave us are just tremendous. The active motorsports Chevrolet is really running great. Richard Childress Racing's gave us a heck of a motor to run with today, and hopefully we can keep them there all day long. How about the pit crew? Can they get him in and out like you need to have today? Well, I'll tell you. This is a young team, and we've really worked hard to bring this whole deal together. I mean, we put in some tremendous hours, seven days a week since December, and we practice every day we're home. We practice pit stops, and we're going to give it our best shot, you know. That's all we can do, Jim. That's Mike Hillman, the crew chief for Dick Trickle, who's having a great run to start with. And a lot of times when a car comes up through there and gets up in that top four or five, it'll pump that crew up, and they'll turn in a tremendous performance sometimes. And they mentioned they have a Richard Childress power plant in that car. That's not unusual to see, particularly at these big tracks. Dave Marcus, for instance, is driving the Rick Hendrick Motorsports research and development car here today. It's a white car with blue trims. been a long time since Dave Marcus has driven a white-colored car on an oval. He has driven a white and blue machine on road courses out west. But he said this is something new, but he's doing some work for the Hendrick team. That's not unusual on the super speedways. 40 laps are down, 148 remain as the lead cars work up on traffic in turn two. Front seven cars remain basically the same from there on back. There's been quite a bit of shuffling going on. It started with Ken Schrader opened up the inside lane on Michael Waltrip. He's now picked up the eighth position with Todd Bodine behind him. Todd Bodine is caught down to the inside. Schrader and Terry Labonte and also Jimmy Spencer are going to go by now as Bodine loses all of his drafting help. Uh, they've got some laugh traffic ahead. Todd Bodine now shuffling backwards. Tries to take a look to the inside of Mark Martin there. Martin gets an edge out in front. Todd Bodine still caught out of line. Now he'll slip back into single file off turn four. Can't afford to stay out there by yourself very long. If you don't ride up in that draft, you're going to lose an awful lot of spaces. It is Ernie Irvin at the front of the pack. Right behind him is Dale Earnhardt. I talked a little bit with Dale the other day. Remember when we came here a few years ago and they came up with the restrictor plates and everybody said it's going to ruin racing and whatever. And I asked Dale, I said, some of the best racing we see seems to be with the restrictor plates now. Well, it has, I think, and they're, they're working on everybody to stay a little smoother in the grass and stuff. And the troubles hopefully won't as be as bad as it's been, and uh, that comes from close racing. So, you know, uh, restrictor plate racing's here, and you're going to have to put up with it and race and do with it. So that's, you know, do, do the best you can with it. 
Well, he's doing real good with it right now, and some of the best races we have seen have been restrictor plate races in the last couple of years, particularly here at Daytona and Talladega. At the front of the field, three-car breakaway right now, then a single car. That's Dick Crickle back there in fourth. Jeff Gordon up to fifth. Sixth is Jimmy Spencer. From Jimmy Spencer on back, seventh is a real dogfight back there. Kenny Schrader's beginning to move up. He's had some good runs here in recent weeks, but he's got his hands full now in front of Joe Moore. Schrader down on the inside of Dollar back, and right behind him, Sterling Marlin and Terry Labonte also going double wide. That's where the shuffle is beginning, coming back into turn two. Jimmy Spencer just ahead of Schrader. He'll break out a line and make the move. Race will be for the eighth spot now as Spencer slides in line in seventh. Eighth is side by side. Dallin back and Ken Schrader. Schrader is on the inside. Dallin back is on the outside. Schrader's green and white Chevrolet has the edge on the entrance of turn number three, but Dallin back battles back on the outside in his Pontiac. Now Schrader gets a nose out in front. Still side by side, seesawing for position off turn four. Kind of looks like the old days. The STP Pontiac using that outside groove to get around Talladega. Now it's Wally Dallin back doing just that, running up in the top seven. Jim Phillips. Dollar back hit. Uh, car owner Richard Petty is here. Richard, you started way back, but you moved up good, pretty good right now. Well, yeah, they made a pretty good pit stop, but you know, didn't get enough of gas. Put him up about tenth. He worked his way back up to fifth, and now he's on the way back because they all got lined up. So nobody can do anything. Everybody's just running wide open and taking the draft as it comes, and that's where they wind up setting. Been giving him any pointers today? Not really. He's doing everything on his own. We give him a pretty good car, we think, and uh, turn him loose from there. That's Richard Petty, of course, the car owner for Wally Dallenbach. Wally's doing a good job here this afternoon. It must be an awesome feeling. You've talked to the drivers like I have over the years that say at Talladega, you just simply push the throttle wide open, and unless there's an accident or something, you never take your foot off them. I just can't imagine that, running the thing wide open around this racetrack, just as hard as you can go with 40 cars out there trying to get through traffic like on a freeway. They also try and tell you that unless you get into trouble, you don't quite have the sensation of speed. Believe it or not, they'll say that there are other tracks where you feel the speed far more than you do here at Talladega or at Daytona because everybody else is going with you at basically the same speed. You don't look at the grandstands as they go by. And I've driven here with Elmo Langley at about 110, 120 miles an hour. That That's all. And then you'd swear you were going 45 or 50. It's very strange how the track even flattens out when you're running up at high speed. You don't have a sensation of running five stories in the air on those 33-degree banking. No, I've been around here at about 180 miles an hour, some 10 or 12 years ago and it, it the, the sensation of speed is there but not like it would be at a Darlington or someplace like that where you, those corners are coming up real quick here the racetrack is so big over two and a half miles around it you look when you come by the start finish line or actually in the dog leg and you see turn one and you think well now, are we going to make this thing and all of a sudden you're all, all the way over to turn two that's how quick you get around here working the 48th lap here at the Talladega Super Speedway as the battle for the lead a good one Dale Earnhardt grabs it away from Ernie Irvin who runs in the second spot Ken Schrader on the move now he'll challenge Jeff Gordon for third and fourth Sterling Marlin runs in the fifth spot Greg Sachs is sixth Dick Trickle seventh eighth place now as they work as Ricky Rudd, 9th, Jimmy Spencer, and Todd Bodine, 10th. 11th is Jeff Burton. Wally Dallenback is 12th. 13th position, Terry Labonte with Lake Speed, 14th. And 15th, Mark Martin. 16th is Michael Waltrip. Bobby Hamilton runs 17th. 18th is Derek Cope. Steve Grissom, 19th. And 20th is Morgan Shepard. All of these cars on the lead lap. 21st, John Andretti. 22nd, Dave Marcus. 23rd, Dale Jarrett. Bobby Labonte runs in the 24th spot. 25th now, Ted Musgrave. Rusty Wallace is 26th. 27th, Brett Bodine. Jimmy Hensley is 28th. Bill Elliott, 29th. And 30th spot now as they work up the banking in the turn is Jeff Purvis. 
This mid-race update sponsored by Sports Image, the officially licensed supplier of Dale Earnhardt, Richard Childress Racing, and GM Goodwrench Racing Souvenirs. And by the way, look for the new Dr. Dale's Suntan Lotion and Dr. Dale's Cooling Lotion, now available from Sports Image, because summer's here, and Dr. Dale's Suntan Lotion will protect your skin from harmful rays and burning. Dr. Dale's Suntan Lotion and soon Dr. Dale Apparel, available from Sports Image. Just call one 800 342 612 for a free color catalog from Sports Image. Well, Dr. Dale just got burned going through the corner over there as Sterling Marlin took the lead away from him. They're back in turn two. Marlin showed a lot of strength there, Barney. Dove to the inside of the track. He got by Ken Schrader first, who was running in the second spot. Thought he was going to fall back in line behind Earnhardt, but he just broke down all alone, made the pass, and now he's in danger of losing a spot. Jeff Gordon dives down to the inside, picks up some drafting help. They'll go two by two down the back straightaway. Terry Labonte and Ernie Irvin are behind Gordon, but Earnhardt and Sterling Marlin break away. Now Gordon begins to drift backwards. He'll run alongside Ken Schrader. Schrader to the high side. Gordon on the inside. All this side-by-side racing behind has allowed the front two cars to pull away. Sterling Marlin leads. Dale Earnhardt is second. They'll work through the trioval in that order right now. 50 laps on the board. The colors are changing at the front so rapidly you'd think it was a chameleon up there. Now it's the orange colors of Sterling Marlin. The black and white of Earnhardt. The green, black and white of the Kodiak car of Ken Schrader off to his best start in years. They're back in the corner. Those are the front three. Then it's Todd Bodine. He's worked his way back up to fourth. Jeff Gordon in fifth. And then double wide from there on back. Terry Labonte has moved up. He's racing alongside the Ernie Irvin car for six. There'll be Labonte getting a slight advantage as they come halfway down the back straightaway. Irvin's going to fall back and race alongside Greg Sachs for seven. Now Sachs will get seven. Irvin will be left to race with Trickle for eight. Irvin trying to find his way back in line, but now he'll dust off Sachs on the entrance of turn number three. Just blew by him. Tucks down to the inside of the racetrack. Caught out of line is Michael Waltrip now. He'll have to deal with Dick Trickle off turn four. And you heard us talk uh, at the beginning of the show this afternoon about what a tough week it had been for Jeff Gordon. He currently rides in fifth place back there and has had a strong car all day long. Let's see if we can get a word out of his pit. Well, of course, he started 40th today, and he's uh, up to the top five. Ray, it's been a good drive up to fifth. Yeah, it really has. Um, Jeff's just shown he's an excellent race driver. He's thinking real well, using a lot of strategy. You know, it was uh, we qualified 40th fastest, and he's just drove the thing up there on his own, so he's doing a heck of a job. Evidently, getting a lot of good help from your spotter. Yeah, we've got a spotter on the front straightaway and the back straightaway, and he's had some help, you know, from the other Hendrick Motorsports cars out there and Dave Marcus, so we've just got to work together and hope it stays good for us all day long. Well, his best finish here last year was 11th of the fall race, but he's doing a great job right now. Jeff Gordon, fifth. Just put the watch on him on the leader a moment ago, and they're getting around here in about 49 and 8 tenths seconds, and that's almost what they qualify. Dale Earnhardt now takes over the lead as he works off a scramble. Ken Schrader had tried to go from third to second. It didn't work, and he's all the way back to eighth. Schrader, who picked up his first ever Winston Cup win here at Talladega in the 1988 Die Hard 500, settles back in line with Earnhardt showing the way. Todd Bodine second. Jeff Gordon now up to third. Sterling Marlin falls in line in fourth. Marlin now looks to the inside of Jeff Gordon and a challenge for third. Ernie Irvin will go with Sterling Marlin. They'll dive down to the bottom side of the back straightaway. Terry Labonte, meanwhile, will try and help Gordon. Now Irvin. Irvin drops out of the inside of Marlin. They'll go three wide for third. Irvin dusts him off on the entrance of turn number three. He'll get the third position. Now Sterling Marlin forced to duel alongside Jeff Gordon. The two Chevrolets still side by side. Finally, Marlin picks up some drafting help. There's Greg Sachs right behind. And we've seen a couple of cars from way back in the pack. Sterling Marlin, one of those notably, that came driving up through there a moment ago. So it can be anybody's race, at least in the early going here this afternoon. There's enough strength. If you can get just a little bit of drafting help, you can go from 10th all the way up to the lead. And Joe Moore you've seen that a couple
couple of times this afternoon. Yeah, you get out of line, you, you definitely go backwards. And what I've seen today, I've noticed a lot of times drivers are not getting left in the outside or inside lane. They're getting left in the middle, and cars are flying by on either side. We've seen that happen in the case of Loy Allen and with several other drivers as well at this stage of the race. Shuffling going on from the fourth and fifth spots on back now as Sterling Marlin falls in line and fourth between Ernie Irvin and Jeff Gordon. Greg Sachs now left alone at the bottom. He'll tuck to the inside of the racetrack. No drafting help there. Here comes Lake Speed, but he's about four car lengths behind. Sachs squeezes his way back in front of Terry Labonte, maybe with about three inches to spare in turn four. That's all you need, though, in this business. If the car will fit, you're going to try and put the car in that hole and not lose your part of traffic. Earnhardt leads. Todd Bodine gets drafting help from Irvin. They both cut to the inside here at the start-finish line. They'll try and draft by Earnhardt going back for the lead. Todd Bodine picks up the spot. Here comes Irvin now. He's racing alongside Earnhardt. He'll fly by as well. Here's Sterling Marlin next in line. He's in that draft work of the inside lane. He'll pick up third. Earnhardt squeezes back down and forth. Now Marlin is going to be left by himself as the front two move up on the high side of the back straightaway. So now Marlin's got no drafting help. He'll lose third, fourth, fifth, sixth. He'll now race alongside Ken Schrader for seventh. Two Fords show the way as they climb the 33-degree banking of turn number three. The front five cars all single file. Marlin's still trying to find his way back in line. Now he picks up a little draft off the backside of Greg Sachs' machine. Tries to squeeze his way back in line, but there's Terry Labonte. No go off turn four. Terry Labonte has had some great finishes here at Talladega. Over the years, he's been in a lot of those finishes, and he told me the other day, if we can just stay up in that lead draft, I might take this thing to victory lane. There's a couple of cars out there right now that are having problems. Morgan Shepard, who had been able to stay up in the top ten or dozen or so a little bit earlier, has now slid all the way back to about 28th position, and we've been watching Kyle Petty. That car, too, has been way off the pace since they put him under the green early this afternoon. The lead pack just leaves turn number two. They're heading for three. There are 23 of them now, bunched up nose to tail. The battle will be for second spot. Ernie Irvin breaks down to the inside, make that for the lead. The second place driver goes after Todd Bodine. Irvin tucks the black Ford down to the bottom of the racetrack. Todd Bodine battles back nose to nose as they come through the corner, side by side off turn number four. Now Jeff Gordon on the inside of Dale Earnhardt for third. Here they work through the trioval area, coming to the stripe, 59 laps on the board. Last time by, Todd Bodine was the leader. He was contending with Ernie Irvin and others. This time, Bodine continues to lead, but Ernie Irvin getting caught out of traffic, and as Joe Moore told you a short while ago, Ernie ended up in the middle with cars passing him to the inside and the outside, and he'll finally settle in back at around 11th place here. All of that happening in the span of one lap. 62 laps on the board. Sometimes it looks as though the patience is wearing a little thin there, Barney, and sometimes the fellows are just driving, but here they are, three and a half, almost four wide in the trioval. They get three deep coming into the corner, and this time they catch Sterling Marlin out in that no-man's land between the two lanes, inside and outside. He's going to lose a lot of spots as they go back to turn two. You'll have to fall in line at the tail end of that pack, and there's about 12 cars there that'll all fly by. Dale Jarrett now going to the inside to make the move, but up front again, it's Todd Bodine in front of Earnhardt. Dale Earnhardt running right in his back bumper, breathes the car just a little bit down to the inside. Now Todd Bodine ducks down to the inside. Earnhardt looks to the outside. Terry Labonte right with him. They're also three wide back for seventh. Greg Sachs on the inside of the racetrack trying to pick up some drafting help. Looked like Ken Schrader might go with him to the bottom of the racetrack. Now he'll slip up to the high side and hook up with a Chevrolet. Jeff Gordon is there. This is the battle for fourth off turn four. Here they come back to the trioval area. That battle will settle down for just a moment. Jeff Gordon keeping Kenny Schrader at bay. Dick Trickle, the man caught out of line this time. Greg Sachs as the field will steamroll past him to his outside, past the start-finish line. Jim Phillips, we've had that 
one caution flag so far. Everybody pitted lap number 20. We're now 44 laps further down the road. When should the next scheduled pit stops come if there's no caution flag? I've heard between 48 laps to be safe and 52 laps up to 55 laps on the next pit stop. So between uh, 68 and 75 laps, we should start seeing the pit stops for fuel. 64 laps are on that scoreboard right now. Again, they split up at the front of the field. It is still Todd Bodine pulling Dale Earnhardt around here. You know, we they, the in the pits a moment ago, the report we had, we need some friends out there. Todd is saying we need some friends. What he means is he needs somebody to draft with him and stay up there with him. We have seen that so many times here at Daytona and also at Talladega where we are today that a car will be faster than anybody out there, and a lot of times nobody will just draft with him, and I've never figured that out because you're not going to lose anything if you stay with him. Here's a change for the lead in turn one. Another example of that you're talking about there, Barney. Down to the inside goes Earnhardt. Everyone falls in line behind him. Terry Labonte, Jeff Gordon, Ken Schrader. Todd Bodine goes to the lead, back to third already. And when Earnhardt comes off of turn number two, instead of moving up on the high side of the backstretch in front of Bodine, he stays down to the inside. That inside line of cars still steaming by. Now here's Terry Labonte looking under Earnhardt. Labonte takes a peek there. Now Gordon to the outside of Labonte. Labonte drifts up to the middle of the banking. Gordon forced almost all the way to the top of the racetrack. They'll settle down now as they exit turn number four, but here comes Labonte back for second. Terry thought about forcing the issue there. Elects not to. He'll work to the low side of the racetrack and Earnhardt will hang on to the lead. Further back at about 7th or 8th spot, Michael Waltrip's Pennzoil Pontiac going way wide in the trioval area. Gets a spot ahead of Mark Martin as they squeeze an outside wall going back into turn 1. Now here's Sterling Marlin diving to the inside. He's trying to get by the Todd Bodine car. He picked him about the 5th position by doing that. Bodine comes down on him. Marlin tries to take it even lower off turn number 2. He's racing alongside Bodine now. And a new lead on the back straightaway, Jeff Gordon powers his way by Dale Earnhardt, so Gordon moves to the front. Terry Labonte will draw up underneath Earnhardt to race for second. Labonte sticks it right down to the inside of the racetrack, trying to pick up some drafting help, and does. Here's Michael Waltrip's yellow Pontiac to the bottom of the racetrack, but Labonte is strong through the corner, almost all by himself. He powers by Dale Earnhardt. Earnhardt battles back off the turn. Door to door, they come into the dogleg, that big bend right in the middle of the racetrack as they come down. Earnhardt on the high side, Terry at the bottom of the racetrack. The bottom of the racetrack, most of the time, will be the way to be but Earnhardt makes that draft work for him on the outside and will swing back into second place. Green flag pit stops, the name of the game that Musgrave has been in. Rick Mast is in the lead here at the start-finish line, held now by Ernie Irvin after Jeff Gordon held the lead for some three laps. Let's go back to pit road as a dozen cars are in for service, first to Winston. Mark Martin comes on to pit road along with Michael Waltrip. They're going to the right side of the cars. It's going to be a two-tire change. Lake Speed, Steve Grissom, Dale Jarrett, Jeff Purvis all getting two tires in gasoline. Here come Loy Allen and Mike Wallace. Now to Jim Phillips. Dale Earnhardt is in, 12.5 on his pit stop. Further down the pit lane, John Andretti is in. Terry Labonte is in for service. Michael Walter pit, and here Jimmy Spencer. He's getting left side tires instead of rights. As a matter of fact, they're changing all four tires on the Spencer car. He is down and away here on lap 70. Just about half the field came in that time around, and we were talking about how difficult it was going to be to be in that big lead pack of cars going through the corner up there to drop off the speed and get down on the apron of the racetrack and keep from getting tagged getting onto pit road. But about half of them were able to do it. They've gone back out of the speedway. Now here comes the second wave into the pits. Let's go back down for some more reports. Here's Greg Saxon for service along with Todd Bedine. The crew's working on the right side of the car. Neither one of these drivers got tires the first time in, so they're getting right side tires for the first time. Bill Elliott now coming in as Ricky Rudd pulls away. Jeff Burton getting service. Now in front of Jim Phillips, more drivers. Jimmy Hensley is in. He's getting right side tires and gasoline. Father on down the pit lane. 
And well, he's the only one in except for Brett Bodine, and he's coming out of the pitch right now. We expect Ernie Irvin in on this lap. Everything else seems to be routine for all of these teams. Chuck Bounds a little slow coming up to racing speed after his stop, but he is resumed now. Here comes Jeremy Mayfield, his car complete with an early Ernie engine power plant beneath the hood of the Shoney's Inn entry. So all of these pit stops on either lap 71 or 72 under green. If you're just joining us, we have had only one caution flag. It came out at lap number 19 when Jeff Bodine reported that he cut down a tire and slammed the wall up in turn number four. He has gone to the garage area. Otherwise, every car is still running. 16 lead changes among six drivers here at Talladega Super Speedway. The lead still held by Ernie Irvin, who was the pole sitter, led for the first 17 laps, and then the lead swapping began. Derek Culp in for service. It's routine for the Finger Hut team as Irvin in traffic now works through the trial area, in and around some other cars, some of whom have pitted, others have not. It's a three-way dice as they come across the line that time. Three deep. Irvin's caught in the middle. Some good racing going on there as they swing over toward turn two. Jeff Gordon, or rather uh, Jeff Burton's on his outside. Down to the inside is a Ken Schrader car. And Schrader now gets out in front of Irvin. Irvin will drop that in line behind him and drafts along with help from Terry Labonte and Dale Jarrett. Two groups of cars now on this back straightaway. The first eight cars long. Dale Earnhardt through Todd Bodine in that group. Meanwhile, Ernie Irvin still tied up in the second group of cars racing alongside Wally Dallin back. Irvin will keep it down to the inside of the racetrack. A whole bunch of traffic there. Two by two by two as they shuffle for turns three and four. Now coming off the corner, Ernie Irvin keeps it down to the low side, not peeling off, and now does. Ernie Irvin makes a left-hand turn, peels off along with Ken Schrader and Terry Labonte. So those cars that have been running near the head of the field come into the attention of their crews. They'll drop down from 193 miles an hour to 65 miles an hour. That's pit road speed here. Let's cover the stop. First man to stop, Ken Schrader. The crew goes to work on the right side of the car. Todd Bodine just coming in for a stop-and-go penalty. That'll cost him some time. Right side tires for Ken Schrader Chevrolet. Rusty Wallace brings the Ford in. The crew wheels around to the right side. It'll be a two-tire stop to Jim Phillips. Ernie Irvin is in. He's getting service right now. 11.2 seconds on the stop for Irvin. Terry Labonte's in. He's getting right side tires. Irvin right side tires also. Kenny Schrader had been posted as a leader just before he came on the pit road a moment ago. This is going to jumble up the standings. I think they're showing Dave Marcus as a leader right now. And a lot of times Marcus will stay out there and pick up those five bonus points. Let's go back to the pits. Sterling Marlin was in just a lap back. He came in, took on two tires of gasoline. As the car came into the pits, it was not running. He had run out of fuel on the racetrack. Stayed out there just a little bit too long. 74 laps are on the scoreboard. 188 will make up the Winston Select 500 here this afternoon. It has been a dandy race so far. Anywhere from a four-car breakaway for just a couple of laps to as many as 28 cars up in that lead draft all afternoon long. A quick stop-and-go penalty for the Jeff Burton team. Excessive speed on the pit lane. He is in at lap number 74. Dave Marcus has not yet pitted. Behind him, however, Ernie Irvin has retained the lead among those who have pitted. Great work from Larry McReynolds and the boys. Ken Schrader will come off pit road still in second, although technically in third. But he's being challenged now by Earnhardt's car, along with Jeff Gordon and others. They scramble back into turn number one. Earnhardt opens the lane down on the inside. He'll get by Schrader, who's left all alone up on the outside. Here comes Sachs making the move. Morgan Shepard comes by. Door still open for Jeff Gordon. Mark Martin and Ricky Rudd all trying to scramble by the Ken Schrader car. All those cars trying to force their way down to the inside now as they come down the back straightaway. Now Schrader picks up some drafting help.
help. He's tucked in behind Morgan Shepard, but Jeff Gordon will still race by him on the inside. Mark Martin was the drafting help there for a moment, but that evaporates as they climb the 33-degree banking, and now he'll tuck back out to the outside. Martin does. He'll pick up some other drafting help as well. The top nine cars now go single file off turn four, back to start finish. And Joe Nemechek will make a late pit stop, and so Dave Marcus will too, and Marcus will go back onto the racetrack at lap 75. Joe Nemechek takes his car to the garage area. He is the second retiree of the day. Jeff Bodine, the other man there. 36 cars on the lead lap. There had been 37 of those, but Jeff Burton was passed, and now Rick Mast going a lap down as well. So 35 cars being posted on the lead lap. There have been 19 lead changes among eight different drivers. Let's check with David Hyatt on that Joe Nemechek story. Talked with Waddell Wilson in the pits just a moment ago, and he says that Joe Nemechek came in. Apparently they dropped a valve. We'll get a word with Joe in just a second. So that car has now gone to the garage. 79 laps go up on the scoreboard, and the fact that the field has really broken up now and has begun to spread out around Talladega when those those pit stops were made under green flag conditions just a moment ago, there still appear to be about 7 or 8 to 10 cars up toward that lead draft, although the front three have broken away just a little bit, and here they come down to the line. Ernie Irvin is the leader, Earnhardt rides second, Greg Sachs is third. From fourth on back, it is a dandy battle going on back there. Currently, Jeff Gordon hangs on to that as they sweep back into turn two. Gordon just picked up that spot as they work down to the inside of the slower car of Jeff Burton and fifth behind him is Morgan Shepard he's trying to make a move on Gordon then stacked up nose to tail is the Mark Martin car Ricky Rudd is there along with Ken Schrader and Jeremy Mayfield Mayfield not on the lead lap Schrader running in the seventh spot then the distance of the back straightaway back to the next group in line Sterling Marlin running now in the ninth spot leads that group he's got about 12 to 15 cars running his tail including Michael Waltrip Wally Dallenbach Jeff Purvis and Dale Jarrett Ken Schrader now caught up behind the Jeremy Mayfield car his lap machine took the inside lane away from Schrader and that's going to let him lose touch with the leaders now as they scramble down the short straightaway back to the trial. It's been a clean race so far. Ernie Irvin is leading. Do you always run here concerned that there is likely going to be a big accident somewhere involving a number of cars, Ernie? You know something's going to happen, but the problem is you don't know where it's going to happen. So if you're hanging back, it's all going to happen in front of you and you're going to get in it. Um, so you just got to race the whole race and um, just, just you know watch where you're at and who you're around and uh, just try to stay towards the front. The further you're up front, Usually the better off you are. So uh, hanging back just doesn't seem to work. And um, you know, it's best to just try to go out there and run your best race. That's the best deal now, Alan. There are 40 other cars on the track with Ernie, and they're all behind him. They sure are. Ernie Irvin now leading as he has most of the race. That second group of cars where most of the close racing is, including a couple who were up front just a short time ago. Terry Labonte shuffled way back as is Sterling Marlin. This would almost have to be the first race that we've run all year in the 94 season that coming in here, you could almost pick a favorite, at least from the garage area. Everybody said, that Ernie Irvin might have the best car and so far that's I won't say the absolute best car but he's got a car that certainly has led him around here this afternoon Earnhardt's working on him right now takes a look down to the inside in turn two Earnhardt falls back in line though sees he cannot make that move they'll go single file off the corner the second pack is really where the action is that's from ninth place on back Sterling Marlin Michael Waltrip and Wally Dallenbach leading the parade and behind them they're going three wide here's Jeff Purvis working down to the inside of the lake speed car going all the way to the bottom of Dave Marcus some three wide some two wide some Great racing going on in that second pack. They sort that three-wide scramble out. Double-wide now as Marcus falls in line behind Jeff Purvis, and they work their way back to turn three. Michael Walter making a challenge to the inside to grab the position away from Sterling Marlin, but he'll snap it right down to the bottom of the racetrack. Here's Jimmy Spencer moving to the inside now. He'll get in a side-by-side duel back for about the 15th position as they race off turn number four. Dale Jarrett doesn't want to give room to Jimmy Spencer. Spencer, though, outpowers Jarrett off the low side of the trioval area, and he'll grab that position. Those cars battling back at 17. 
13th place. The leaders are in turn two. It's Ernie Irvin still leading the way with Dale Earnhardt looking for a chance to make the move. Still, though, content to ride right behind him as they exit turn two. They'll all run single file, including the two lap cars on the tail end of that group. The Ricky Rudd machine ducked out of line just for a second on the exit of turn number two, but he went back in line behind Martin. Now up to the top of the banking, here goes Jeff Gordon. The battle is going to be for the third position. Greg Sachs in the four to the inside of the racetrack. Gordon Chevrolet up high, side by side, still off turn four for third. So they work now here at lap 83. That side by side battle continues. Morgan Shepard to the outside, inside Greg Sachs. Sachs will get shuffled out of the equation now as quickly Mark Martin, Ricky Rudd, Schrader, and the lapped car of Jeff Burton all close up right behind. And of the 42 cars who started today, still 33. Three of those being shown on the lead lap. Everybody is chasing Ernie Irvin. Ernie Irvin continues to show the way. Dale Earnhardt and Jeff Gordon right behind. Morgan Shepard, then Mark Martin, Ken Schrader all scrambling for a position. Schrader working well as he tucks to the inside of Greg Sachs as they work on the back straightaway. 88 laps of 188 complete. Lead car now as Ernie Irvin works to the inside of Todd Bodine putting the factory stores car a lap down. And now quickly your fortunes can change here. Going from the penthouse to the outhouse, if you will. It wasn't all that long ago that Todd Bodine was leading here. It was at lap 61. Now at lap 89, he's dropping back. The scramble for the lead, though, is on the backstretch. Dale Earnhardt dives down to the inside of Ernie Irvin with drafting help from Jeff Gordon. Irvin's going to pick up the draft from Todd Bodine. They'll try and race side by side. Earnhardt on the inside. Irvin on the outside. The two black machines stick down to the inside of the racetrack. Only a foot separate the two cars through the apex of the turn. Coming off turn number four. Still two by two by two in the front draft. Dead even for the lead off turn four. And both these drivers get a little drafting help this time. Earnhardt almost always is. When he tucks out to go, somebody's going to go with him, and this time it is Jeff Gordon. But on the outside lane, it is door-to-door. That would have been a photo finish had it been the final lap here. They are still at it for the lead over in turn two. Side-by-side, four rows deep. Up front, it's Irvin on the outside of Earnhardt. Then it's Todd Bodine on the outside of the Jeff Gordon car. Schrader and Morgan Shepard next in line. Here they come off the corner. Gordon looks to the inside of Earnhardt. He'll fall back in behind him. Still double-wide as they rocket down the back straightaway. They snake just a little bit, diving towards the inside, now weaving back towards the outside. Give Irvin the advantage by a car length now. Earnhardt to the inside of the racetrack. The lap car of Todd Bodine up high. Ken Schrader caught up behind the Todd Bodine machine. Swings up the banking. Now Jeff Gordon ducks to the inside there. That'll be the battle for third off the fourth corner here in the main straightaway. Two cars get sideways. Everybody tangles with one another. Mark Martin hard into the wall. Jeff Gordon slams. Here goes Ricky Rudd. Other cars go. Martin is across one guard barrier. Hits the inside guard rail near the entrance to the infield road course. Caution on the speedway with cars littering this entire front straightaway here. Everybody else hard on the binders down to about 30 miles an hour. Mark Martin took the wildest ride, but he is climbing from the Valvoline Ford. His car went over towards the infield road course careened off a guardrail, continued towards the entrance of the infield road course and slammed into the guardrail there along with the catch fence. Mark Martin's out of his car. Todd Bodine is driving his car as best he can. Other cars littering this main straightaway and there is an acidy, acrid smell here from all the rubber that has scrubbed off these cars. Just a pungent odor here across this main grandstand, Barney. Some hard hits there. Loy Allen was involved. Jeff Burton is involved. Ricky Rudd has now driven away. But again, let's stress something here. 
those flaps on those cars came up in a hurry and there was not the first inclination for a car to leave the ground but it all began in the middle of the trial area. Greg Sachs was there, Todd Bodine, Kenny Schrader and it looked as though in the area of where Sachs and Jeff Gordon and Bodine were, Sachs seemed to make first contact with Bodine who then hit Gordon who in turn hit Rudd and then Mark Martin. Martin's car really shot directly into the entrance of the infield road course and then basically Barney just ran out of any place to go and about eight or nine cars by our count involved here at lap number 103. Mark Martin probably taking the hardest shot hitting that inside guardrail almost head on down there. He immediately climbed out of the car. The safety crews picked him up, put him in the ambulance and will take him to the care center. Again, the cars involved are Mark Martin, Jeff Gordon, Ricky Rudd, Todd Bodine was involved, so was Loy Allen and so is Jeff Jeff Burton. The couple of the cars certainly are going to be out here this afternoon. Mark Martin's car will be through for the day, and it looks like Jeff Burton's car might have enough damage on it also that it will not be able to continue. Penalty two caution flags, but this second one has been a dandy as a number of cars. Greg Sachs, Todd Bodine, Jeff Gordon, Mark Martin, Jeff Burton, Ricky Rudd, and Loy Allen all got together, littered here along the main straightaway. Some have been able to continue with repeated pit stops. Others have gone to the garage area, including Loy Allen's car. Let's get an update. They just put Push the Hooters forward away. Loy Allen crawling out of it. Loy, could you see what happened there in front of you? I really couldn't. Uh, in front of me, I mean, there's a bunch of cars that just started spinning, and we uh, we're already at the high side committed, so we thought we made it through. But uh, you know, we just got unlucky, and the Hooters team did a great job today. How about the race early on? You hung up there with them for a while. Yeah, you kind of you can get kicked out really quick, but uh, we learned a lot today, and we learned a lot when we got back in the lead draft just to find some things out, and uh, you know, hopefully we'll be back here in the fall. Front row starter, Loy Allen, out this afternoon. Tell you what, Jeff Gordon took a scary ride. He came by the start-finish line running sideways, and that car turned around. The flaps flew up, the roof flaps, to keep it down on the ground, and it slid all the way down about 15, 1,600 feet before it came to a stop down there. Again, the cars that will be out behind the wall with severe damage. Mark Martin is out. Jeff Burton, Todd Bodine, and Loy Allen, and there's damage to several other cars. i got to think, if, if I had a vote, which I don't, but I'd have to give the Goodies Headache Award to Mark Martin right now, just by by virtue of uh, the ride he took and the sudden stop at the end. We'll have to wait and see who the news media votes on a bit later on. But the uh, folks at Goodies Pharmaceuticals giving away the Goodies Headache Award, as always, $1,000 on the line to the driver deemed worthy of that unfortunate honor today. True Value Hard Charger Award, Ernie Irvin continues to lead that category. He's been atop the leaderboard longer than anyone else. The field forming up for a restart at lap 111. They're in front of Fred Armstrong in turn four. Left cars on the inside of the racetrack. On the outside, the car is on the lead lap. Here comes a pace car off. Dale Earnhardt. Ernie Irvin will lead the way back to start finish. And riding third right now is going to be Kenny Schrader. Morgan Shepard lines up fourth. Then Sterling Marlin. Then Michael Waltrip. Then Greg Sachs as they come down the line for this double file restart. Only about a half a dozen cars, maybe eight or ten, are being shown a lap down on the inside. As they come down to the line, green flag goes in the air. Earnhardt comes up through that gearbox, but he won't get away from Ernie. Ernie hangs right with him. In fact, he literally pushes him into turn one. Ernie Irvin right up on the bumper down to the inside of Earnhardt as Darrell Waltrip trying to get back on the lead lap. Waltrip races side by side with Earnhardt with drafting help kicks in now. Coming into turn two, Irvin right up on the bumper of Earnhardt. They now begin to pull out to the outside lane and bypass Darrell Waltrip here on the back straightaway. Waltrip with no drafting help down on the inside. He'll fall back. Now he's going to fall in between second place Irvin and third place Ken Schrader. Schrader quickly pops out of line, dies to the inside of Waltrip as they go to three.
three. Trader will dust off Walter up on the entrance of turn number three. Down to the inside of the racetrack. There's Morgan Shepard, another car on the lead lap. He'll grab the fourth position. The top four cars now form up in a single file draft. Fifth on sixth on back. Everybody there all scrambling it up with the lap cars trying to get positions. Michael Waltrip finds his way through traffic. Michael, who turned 31 here yesterday, finally settles in line back in seventh spot directly behind Greg Saxon, sixth. That's Sterling Marlin ahead of those cars. While Gant gets off the track, Harry goes into the grass. He spins around backwards and goes up into turn number one. The car still spins up to the outside of the wall. He'll collect Wally Dallenbach. Dallenbach spins up. Another car comes to the inside of the track, hits to the side of Wallenbach. They all roll down to the inside apron of turn one. And there's a cloud of dust down there. It's going to be very difficult to see. There's going to be at least four, five, maybe six cars involved, and they're all down on the apron of the racetrack as the safety crews immediately pull down to the apron of the speedway, and it looks like more than a dozen, almost a dozen cars, maybe ten. Terry Labonte is going to be involved in that as the dust is beginning to clear down there. Jeff Purvis is involved. You've got the Chuck Bowne and Jeremy Mayfield cars. I count from our vantage point, Joe Moore, nine or ten cars, and you might be able to see better around the corner than I. Here come the leaders back to the stripe. Dale Earnhardt is the race leader, and everybody will slow down in a giant hurry. The first car we caught going out of control was Gant. We then see Dick Trickle involved, followed by Labonte, Purvis, Chuck Bowne, and Jeremy Mayfield. And again, Joe, you might even have more cars as they rounded the corner. I caught about 10 involved. A couple more coming out was Jeff Bodine. Also, Dale Jarrett was involved. Jarrett didn't seem to get a lot of damage from the incident. He just pulled back around on the grass and came back out. Here comes Gant passing us now. One of the roof flaps still stuck in the up position. The right side of the car pretty well banged up on Gant's car. Rusty Wallace also got a piece of that. We saw his car come out of the dust and slide out on the apron of the racetrack. Couldn't tell how bad it was damaged. It is beginning to clear up the the dust down there now, but there's going to be at least 10 and possibly more more cars involved in it. Again, Wally Dollenbach, Harry Gant, Chuck Bowne, Rusty Wallace, Jeremy Mayfield, and also Dick Trickle's car. Some of those that are damaged down in turn number one. Trickle out of his car, taking a look at it. Terry Labonte is out of his car also. Rusty Wallace having a little conversation with Terry Labonte down there right now. And let's go back to Joe Moore and see if he can pick up any more cars that might have come around the turn. Still a few of them down there from outside of my sight here, uh, Barney, on the inside of the racetrack in turn one. They kicked up a ton of dust as they first came down, and then uh, most of the cars rolled on down to the apron of the track. We see Chuck Bounds' car up on the track. He's trying to get it going now, and a few others being obscured from our view by the motorhomes over in turn one. When we said we saw Harry Gant get out of control, having the benefit of seeing a videotape replay in the booth, it was Gant who was hit by Labonte after two. Terry was hit by another car in all of the smoke, so we can't tell exactly who the first car was to get out of shape. 18 cars on the lead lap as we go back to green at lap number 120 of 188. Scramble is on at the front of the pack this time. Earnhardt tries to get away from Ernie Irvin one more time. Won't be able to do it as Ernie locks in on his rear bumper down in turn one. Irvin breaks away from the lapped cars down on the inside. First of those, the Bobby Labonte car. He'll fall right in behind the Earnhardt car. They'll get a couple of car links on third place, Ken Schrader. Further back, Morgan Shepard in fourth. Sterling Marlin in fifth. They're all working the outside groove off turn two and onto the back straightaway. Rex Sachs runs 
sixth. Michael Waltrip, seventh. Steve Grissom, eighth. Those cars break away now on that lead line. They're all single file on the outside with four lap cars down to their inside. Irvin making the challenge to the inside of the racetrack, but Dale Earnhardt's black Chevrolet is there. He'll tuck it down to the bottom of the racetrack. Further back for third, fourth, and fifth. Those cars trying to get around the outside of the lap machines on the inside. Here they come off turn number four. The top two beginning to break away as they head back to start finish. Ken Schrader's trying to stay, uh, trying to stay as tight as he can. He has led and run so many miles here this year in the top five. As we said earlier, it's the best start he has had in his Winston Cup career. Schrader now having chased down Ernie Irvin, the front three threatening to pull off. Now Morgan Shepard trying to track those down. He's got about five cars tackled in his rear deck. Sterling Marlin sits behind him in fifth. Sixth is Greg Sachs. Seventh, Michael Waltrip. Steve Grissom up to eighth. And behind him, Jimmy Spencer. They work the outside lane off turn two. Now this lead group beginning to grow and grow as Spencer has led the second pack up to tuck on to Steve Grissom's back bumper at the head of the pack. A little distance beginning to form between Ken Schrader and Morgan Shepard. Morgan Shepard trying to shorten that distance up down the back straightaway. Here's Sterling Marlin. He'll come in for some drafting help. Greg Sachs now taking a look to the inside of Marlin. That's going to be the battle for the fifth position, but it settles down off turn four. Single file. They come back into the dogleg. Todd Bodine's car heavily damaged a moment ago. They did a lot of work in the garage, cut all the sheet metal away from the front. He has gone back onto the racetrack. Right now, let's go to the garage and check in with David Hyatt. We're here with Derek Cope. And Derek, uh, you finished eighth in this event last year, but fate's not going to be so kind this year. What did it look like from your vantage point? Well, uh, things got crowded uh, very quickly all of a sudden, you know, just past our finish line. You know, somebody got turned around up there, and from that point, everybody's trying to evade it. And, uh, you know, unfortunately, I got hit from behind, and we thought we were still going to clear it okay. We were in good shape, and then uh, Purvis got hit from somebody else, come right smack up in front of me, and we had nowhere to take the finger out forward. So kind of a long, uh, a short day, but, uh, you know, we got a long haul home. Derek Cope's car is spent. They will not be able to get that one back in this afternoon. 122 laps are on the board. It was going by in a hurry, but these two big accidents we've had here in the last hour have really slowed things down, and it's also eliminated an awful lot of good race cars. But it certainly hasn't eliminated the competition at the front of the pack. Earnhardt trying to hold off Ernie Irvin and Kenny Schrader. Those are the front three. Morgan Shepard rides fourth. That's a good scramble back in turn one. Back from the fifth position. Great battle. Jimmy Spencer dove underneath Greg Sachs. He was racing alongside Sterling Marlin. Now Spencer will grab the spot. Michael Waltrip goes low. He gets by. Here's Sachs now. He'll work down to the inside of Sterling Marlin and make that pass cleanly off turn two. That will be for the seventh spot. Give Marlin seventh. Now Sachs is going to race alongside Steve Grissom for the eighth spot. Running right behind Grissom tightly in his draft is late speed. He's running tenth. Greg Sachs all by himself on the inside of the racetrack. Marlin gets by. Now Grissom swings up to the high side. He'll pick up some drafting help from behind. Lake Speed is there. Still Sachs all by himself to the bottom of the racetrack. Kyle Petty about three car lengths behind as they race off the fourth turn. Sachs made some hay going down the back straightaway, but running by himself on the inside of that racetrack through the corner, that was not going to hold up. As now Grissom goes by him, Lake Speed goes by. Mike Wallace and Kyle Petty will try and do likewise. Dale Earnhardt leading the 36th lap that he has led today. We've had three cautions for 18 laps. If you're just joining us, 20 lead changes among eight drivers of the leaders now in two. Earnhardt with Ernie Irvin right behind him. Next in line is Ken Schrader, then Jimmy Spencer. They've got 10 carlings on the fifth place car of Shepard. Those cars now running single file down the back straightaway. Shepard leading Michael Waltrip and Sterling Marlin. Waltrip is going to try and challenge Shepard now for fifth. He'll drop down to the inside. Michael Waltrip gets the edge through the turn. Up high goes Shepard. Now Marlin ducks down to the inside. He'll dust off Shepard as well. Shepard takes his car. Drivers left at the bottom of the racetrack. Drops back in line, but not before losing two positions. All of a sudden, it's a big four-car breakaway after this restart. It took him five laps to get away from the rest of the pack. Earnhardt brings him down again. He is a leader. Riding second is still Ernie Irvin, then Kenny Schrader 
greater than Jimmy Spencer. It's about a half a second back to that wave of traffic right in behind him over in turn two. This time nobody's stepping out of line. Everybody keeps it single file, climbing the 33-degree banking. Earnhardt leads the way. Irvin had tightened up on him coming into the turn, but now he'll fall back a car length off the rear deck. Second group of six cars now beginning to form up to try and chase down the leaders. Michael Waltrip leading that group. They've got about a second of racetrack to make up now. It is Waltrip, Marlin, Shepard, Grissom, and Speed. Waltrip's yellow Pontiac shows the way in that second group, making about ten car lengths to gain up to the top group now. Spencer taking a look to the inside of Schrader, but Schrader keeps his car right amid track. Spencer with no room to make the move. Here comes Ernie Irvin for the lead on the inside. Ernie Irvin tries to look to the inside now. He hasn't led since lap number 104. Some 21 laps ago. He says, time to get going. He'll bring Schrader and Spencer with him. Ernie Irvin retakes the lead now at lap 126 as the scramble continues back in one. Earnhardt falls back in line at the tail end of that front draft. He's now in the fifth position, and now the second pack of traffic begins to close in on him. Michael Walter leading that parade. Sterling, Marlin, and Morgan Shepard also running nose to tail off turn two and onto the back straightaway. It's now a nine-car lead draft, three, then a gap, then five, and uh, make that six, rather. Earnhardt leading that second group. He's running about ten car lengths behind third place Jimmy Spencer. Two Fords and a Chevrolet in the top draft now as they all stay down to the inside of the racetrack. As a matter of fact, all nine cars do. Nobody steps out of line, and now Dale Earnhardt with Michael Walter Pinto trying to make it a nine-car draft off turn number four, back to start-finish. Very strange racetrack just a moment ago. There was a half a second between the front three and the rest of the field. They got door-to-door there for just about half a straightaway, and all of a sudden there's nine cars up in the lead draft. This time it's Earnhardt dropping to the bottom of the racetrack with a little drafting help. Jimmy Spencer saw him coming. He quickly jumped out of the inside before Earnhardt could make the move. Spencer now moves up to the second spot. Earnhardt falls back in line in single file, squeezes in just ahead of the Michael Waltrip car. They work their way off the corner now and all the way up to the wide side of the back straightaway now, flashing past these jam-packed grandstands. Nobody makes a move still. All nine cars nose to tail back into the corner. Sunlight beginning to flash off the nine windshields as they climb the 33-degree banking of turn number three. Earnhardt taking a look to the inside of Ken Schrader. Schrader drifts up half a lane, now shuts the door off turn four. Chuck Bound returns to the racetrack. He is being shown 27 laps down. He'll return to the pit lane for a stop-and-goal penalty in his anxiety to return. He was excessive in his speed on the pit lane, but he has returned. Todd Bodine is back 18 laps down. Jeff Bodine running 90 two laps down, while Spencer wants a piece of the lead if he can get it in turn one. Spencer looks to the outside of Irvin, but Earnhardt's the one who's going to make the move. He dives to the inside of the track. He'll butt by the Ken Schrader car. That'll move Earnhardt to third. Now he looks underneath Spencer. Picks up drafting help from Michael Waltrip's Pontiac. They'll try and charge down to the inside, but the two forwards in front are a little bit too fast for them. It's still Irvin and Spencer leading. Ken Schrader's Chevrolet, meanwhile, caught to the outside. The battle is for fourth. On the inside is Michael Waltrip's Pontiac. There comes some drafting help. Sterling Marlin lends a hand to the top of the banking. Now it's two by two by two for the fourth position. Good scramble going on for fifth place out of turn two. Onto the back straightaway, it's Jimmy Spencer who's down to the inside. He's going to lose some spots because he's got no drafting help. Sterling Marlin's going to get by him. Now Spencer's racing for sixth with Morgan Shepard. He may be racing for seventh with Lake Speed shortly. Spencer's red Ford continues to go backwards side by side with Lake Speed. Now he gains a little speed through turn number three, but heading into turn four, Lake Speed gets the advantage on the outside, but here comes Spencer back again off the fourth turn. Spencer works to the inside groove. Again, nobody is going to draft with him right there. He'll settle back in line if he can, but Lake Speed is not giving up the ground. Spencer will out-muscle him to the inside and now pull in front of Lake Speed's quality care forward for a position. 
John Andretti has just gone to the garage area, adding to our attrition list. We'll get an update from there in just a moment or so as we work now at lap number 134 of 188. If you're joining us, we've had three cautions. It doesn't sound like much, but two of those three have been for multi-car incidents. One caution in lap 103, and the next just 10 laps later at 113 that has really filled the garage area. 21 lead changes among eight different drivers here this afternoon. The most predominant driver at the top of the heap has been Ernie Irvin. Dale Earnhardt, who has uh, been right behind him, battling. Also a close call there. Here, close calls. How about Ernie Irvin? Nearly scrubs the wall in turn four. Dale Earnhardt was trying to make the move to the inside. Irvin looked like he lost a little control. He got up to the top of the banking, held out of the race car, but Eli, he's gone back seven positions in a big hurry. I was about to think maybe the car had broke or something. He is still off the pace. Can't tell if he's just the drafts bypassing him and he's going to catch on to the tail end of it or not as he heads over to Joe Moore. Total front cars. That total uh, front draft has gone by Ernie Irvin. He's trying his best to keep in touch with the uh, draft off turn number two. Let's see. He seems to be up to speed and I believe he is back up to speed. Doesn't seem to be any damage on the side of the car. So Ernie Irvin in the course of a lap goes from the lead all the way back now to the ninth spot as Earnhardt leads Ken Schrader and Michael Waltrip to the corner. Schrader looking like he's going to take a peek there but now the battle is going to be for the fourth spot. Here's Spencer down on the bottom of the racetrack. He takes his red Ford around and grabs the fourth position away from Sterling Marlin in turn four. But Ernie Irvin's car troubles continue. Let's see if we can get an update from that 28 pit. Just said the car got real loose at one point. Uh, all day long, the car's been just a little bit loose getting into turns. At that time, uh, Earnhardt evidently moved the air on the spoiler, and he almost hit the wall, and he's just dropped back to kick this his composure back and make it run back to the front. Came awful close to putting the car in the wall up there, and Dale did get right underneath him and probably did take the air off the spoiler. Earnhardt's the leader. Schrader rides second. Michael Waltrip having a super run here this afternoon. He currently is third. Here they come down to the dogleg. Five cars nose to tail this time, and that's for the lead. Earnhardt pulls them across the line. Schrader's second. Michael Waltrip's third. Jimmy Spencer's fourth. And Sterling Marlin is fifth in turn two. Back at the sixth spot now, the leg speed car. Seventh is Morgan Shepard. Shuffle on further back. Ernie Irvin trying to catch back up at the front end of that draft. He dives down to the inside of the eighth place car. That's Steve Grissom. And Irvin picks up a little steam coming up off turn two. But Irvin has no drafting help. Everyone else is on the high side of the back straightaway. So Irvin's going to lose that spot to Grissom. And he's going to lose the spot to Greg Sachs now. So Irvin's going to run along in tenth as they work to the corner. Irvin battles back, however. Sachs to the outside. Irvin to the inside. He gets some strength into turn number three. Irvin trying to find his way back in line. Can't pick up any drafting help. Grissom almost opens up the hole there, but still Ernie Irvin caught to the inside off turn four. Dale Earnhardt has led 45 laps today. Ernie Irvin, who had been leading for a while, now two and a half seconds behind. Ernie Irvin draws to the inside of Morgan Shepard now. Gets that drafting help from speed. Morgan goes way wide. It opens the inside even more so. And Ernie Irvin has now worked his way with the draft up in a fifth spot to turn one. Morgan Shepard pulls back up alongside. He's not going to let uh, Ernie Irvin get by that easily. Shepard's got drafting help from Greg Sachs. They're working the outside lane, but they're the only two. The rest of the cars fall in line behind Irvin down low. Here's Sterling Marlin looking down to the inside, thinking about making a bid for third spot on Jimmy Spencer. Nobody goes with him. Ernie Irvin not close enough to help him draft along, so he'll fall back in line, single file. Morgan Shepard's forward up to the top of the banking, Ernie Irvin's forward down to the inside, still a battle for fifth. Now Shepard slides way up the banking, Sachs is there, looks like he has to back out of it just a bit, Irvin gets an advantage there, but now Shepard battles back, still for fifth off turn four. Morgan Shepard's had a strong car here at Talladega all day, Ernie Irvin down to the bottom of the racetrack, running door to door as they come into the corner, down to the dog leg, these fans jump to their feet, the front four begin to break away just a little bit from that door to door battle that's going on behind them in 
turn one. Irvin drives it in deep. Again, this battle for the fifth spot with Morgan Shepard hanging in tough on the outside lane. The car stacked up behind him. Again, down on the inside, Lake Speed. He's behind the uh, Ernie Irvin car. And Greg Sack still rides along behind Morgan Shepard on the outside lane. Double wide for the second spot. Here's Jimmy Spencer down of the inside of Michael Waltrip on the back straightaway. No drafting help for Spencer, though. Irvin, again, not close enough to help him. Now, now he'll race for third spot. Waltrip's yellow Pontiac gets by. Now Sterling Marlin up to the high side of the banking. Spencer battles back. His red Ford to the inside of the racetrack is strong. Side by side, still for third off turn four. Here they come through the trial area. Lap number 150 will go up on the board. 38 will remain. It is three wide for second behind Earnhardt. Michael Waltrip inside. Spencer in the middle. Sterling Marlin to the outside with Morgan Shepard and Ernie Irvin right behind. Everybody trying to give everybody else some degree of room. Nose to nose to nose with the second spot coming into the banking. A tricky move here coming into the corner, but finally Michael Walter breaks free. He comes down to the inside. He'll grab second. Irvin lost in the draft. He'll fall back to fifth. Sterling Marlin will grab third. Morgan Shepard will be fourth. They'll be side by side by side for fifth. Irvin inside of Spencer, inside of Sachs at the end of the backstretch. Irvin's Black Ford clears a couple of cars and now makes it a battle for the fourth position. Now backs out just a bit. Looking at the inside of the racetrack is Spencer, but Irvin is there. Can't make the move. Back to single file. Now Irvin makes the bid for third off turn four. Dale Earnhardt continues to lead the Winston Select 500 lap 154 on the board. Jimmy Spencer trying to force the issue to the inside. Tries to squeeze inside of Earnhardt for the lead. Spencer makes the move coming into turn one. Has to squeeze to the outside of the slower car. Ricky Rudd, but he'll cleanly get by and pick up a top spot. Jimmy Spencer leads. Earnhardt falls into second. Michael Waltrip is third. Here comes Sterling Marlin to challenge him. Marlin will slide up in between Michael Waltrip, the third place car and fifth place Morgan Shepard. Ted Musgrave down on the inside. He'll race side by side for fifth with Shepard. That duel climb the 33 degree banking of turn number three Musgrave gets the edge now Shepard Musgrave going backwards in a big hurry Shepard trying to drop down to the inside lane and does now so Musgrave forced to duel for six alongside Lake Speed off the fourth turn and we're set a moment ago a lot of discussion going on down in the pits about when they'd make those stops here come some of the front runners let's go to pit road here they come down pit road the first one is Jimmy Spencer the first one to get to his pit stop is Sterling Marlin here comes Greg Sachs Ted Musgrave, Michael Waltrip, and Dale Earnhardt. Waltrip's crew now swings around to the right side of the car. No, they're just going to put in gas. It's gas and only gas and go for Michael Waltrip. The same thing in front of Jim Phillips for Dale Earnhardt. Dale Earnhardt with gasoline only. Jimmy Spencer, gasoline only. Michael Waltrip with gasoline only. And here they come, the race off pit road. Earnhardt's going to beat Michael Waltrip and Jimmy Spencer off the pit lane. But Greg Sachs gets out in front of Dale Earnhardt. All of these cars getting gasoline and no tires. The first one in and out is Greg Sachs. Well, what a tribute to the Goodyear tires as well as they are running here. The team is saying there's no need for a tire stop. Morgan Shepard took the lead last time by. He'll lead lap 155. Ernie Irvin will retake the lead, and he will lead lap 156. Let's go back to pit road. Eli, I've caught up with John Andretti in the garage. You were another victim of this racetrack today, John, but you weren't in one of the big accidents in a big way. What took you out? Well, we had a little bit of an engine problem. We think we um, broke a valve, uh, stuck a valve or broke it or whatever, but dropped a valve, needless to say, and uh, that put us out. One of the leading rookie contenders, not going to be his day today. John Andretti, a short day. And there's still quite a few of that front lead pack yet to come in to make that pit stop, and this is going to separate them up a little bit when they come in because just a moment ago, Michael Waltrip, Dale Earnhardt, Greg Sachs, Sterling Marlin, and Jimmy Spencer were all in the pit, so they'll come back on the racetrack together 
And it's just a question now whether Ernie Irvin and the rest of the cars out there will pit at the same time so they'll be able to have at least somebody to draft with. Here's Irvin, the leader. He brings them back down to the line. We look at the scoreboard. 157 laps are complete. They go back to turn one. Single file. Morgan Shepard falls in line behind Ernie Irvin. Lake Speed is next in line. A couple of car links back to the next car in line. That'll be Kyle Petty. Along with him, the lap car of Mike Wallace. And also in that draft is Brett Bodine. Everybody's single file on the back straightaway. Meantime, the group being led by Greg Saxon, Dale Earnhardt, that made their pit stop already, is already into turn number three, about the distance of the back straightaway, separating the two groups now as the second group of Irvin works their way to three. And Jimmy Spencer was trying to take a look to the inside there of Sterling Marlin as they come off the corner. That would be for the second position back in that draft. Here come the leaders off the turn. Ernie Irvin showing the way, keeps his foot in it. They're still out on the racetrack as they head back to the dogleg. The interval for you, the interval from the back of that first pack of cars to that second group of Schrader and Grissom, 5.4 seconds. So that's the spread between those two drafts right now. Here's Jimmy Hensley back on the racetrack with his modified. Doesn't have much of a front end on that car, but he is now 44 laps down, but back on the racetrack to pick up those Winston Cup points. The lead draft is midway down the back straightaway. Ernie Irvin, Morgan Shepard all tucked tightly together with Lake Speed, Kyle Petty, and then Mike Wallace. They're running their way up on some cars now as they work their way into three. They'll lock it right down to the inside of the racetrack. Nobody's stepping out of line. Mike Wallace's car, the lap machine, drifts up the banking just a bit, but the top four cars stay single file. Still again off the corner looking to see if anybody drops down the pit lane. Here they come down the short straightaway. Irvin heading for the pit. Ernie Irvin makes the move to the bottom of the racetrack, and as he does, we see five cars. It's going to trail him in, so at least they'll have a five-car draft to try and stay together. Let's cover some of those pit stops. Here comes Ernie Irvin and Morgan Shepard. Shepard flashes on by. Irvin gets in his pit stall. He stops. They insert the gasoline. The first can of Unical gasoline is going in. And Larry McReynolds made a chassis adjustment on the Ford. One can is all that's in there. That's all they put in. 9.2 seconds on the stop for Ernie Irvin. Winston Kelly. Gasoline only for Kyle Petty and Lake Speed. A round and a half of wedge out of the Kyle Petty car. No chassis adjustment on Lake Speed's Ford. They return to the racetrack. And as they come flying off pit road, they'll come out ahead of Dale Earnhardt and that group that have already pitted. Let's see if they can get up to speed and stay ahead of Earnhardt and the rest of them. They're heading over to turn two. They're on the bottom of the racetrack. Ernie Irvin along with the Lake Speed car trying to bring it up to speed. Here comes that second draft led by Earnhardt. They're taking the outside lane. Ernie Irvin comes off turn number two. Tries to come up in the running group. Here comes the second pack. They're going to pass him down the back straightaway. Working to the outside of the car being driven by Bobby Labonte off the pace and coasting down at the bottom. Here's Earnhardt. Dives for the inside. Blasts right past Irvin. Ernie Irvin takes it up to the high side of the banking, slowly grinding his way up to speed. Lake speed as well to the outside of the racetrack, and it looks like they'll hook up with a draft. Everybody now up to speed equally as they come off the fourth corner. Dave Marcus has not yet pitted, nor has Bobby Hamilton, so they are running one and two right now. Dave Marcus takes the lead at lap number 100 58 if you're scoring along with us. We're now at lap 160. Bobby Hamilton led the next lap as Marcus peels off the pit lane. So everything now beginning to cycle around as we're only 28 laps from conclusion here. And Barney, these green flag pit stops. Trouble in turn number three. One car hard into the outside wall. Kirk Shelmerdine's machine sounded like he cut a tire down and popped the outside wall. Shelmerdine is up against the outside wall, and the car stays up there, and caution will come onto the speedway. We're watching for Kirk to see if he can drop down and get out of the groove. Let's go up to turn four. 
Kurt Shelmerdine still to the top of the banking, Barney, and a good deal there because now the leaders are coming around out of turn number four. Shelmerdine safely brings his car down, driver's left to the inside apron. Looked like Shelmerdine just rode the top of the wall all the way through turns three and four, waited until the safe opportunity, looked in his rearview mirror, and then made the move to the inside. Boy, is this going to be a break for a lot of cars that were going to be separated from that lead pack, and as it is now, likely everybody will come back onto pit road real quickly make a change of tires, dump in some fuel, and find out who wins. As we said, it's been a big break for a lot of guys to now be able to get right back up there and have a shot at winning this thing. Right, Darrell Waltrip and Mike Wallace are now on the lead lap. A good break also for the uh, Steve Grissom car. Uh, he was uh, in a precarious situation. He and Kenny Schrader, remember, they had uh, hooked up in a draft of their own, and they were uh, lagging behind. So this caution being the fourth of the afternoon comes out here at lap number 160. Let's go down to pit road and check in with Jim Phillips. Ernie Irvin has a problem with his right side spoiler. He lies on, on the rear of the car, and his crew has a drill out, and they're going to try to actually drill some bolts in. It has uh, bolts missing out of the right side of the spoiler. And as we pointed out earlier, Ernie has been complaining about the car being loose as he went into the turns, and this has to be uh, making that problem even worse right now, especially running around traffic. But they do plan to come in and pit right now, and the crew is ready to correct the problem on the rear of Ernie Irvin's car. Now the Goodrich crew is up on the wall too. Looks like uh, they're going to pit. Cecil Gordon gets the pit board out. We'll wait and see if they do pit. You could almost tell. You didn't know what it was, but the way Ernie dropped back up there just a moment ago when he had the problem, got out close to the wall up in turn number four, he never really came back up and was able to work that draft like he had been before. Didn't know what the problem was, but you're almost certain there was something wrong. Well, some differing pit road strategies here. Some teams pitted, others did not, and that is going to be a story that could be a factor here down the stretch. Uh, Bill Elliott did not pit according to our numbers. Steve Grissom is not pitted. Sterling Marlin was not in. Jimmy Spencer fails to pit. Uh, so those cars all running near uh, the head of the field right now as we continue under caution at lap number 164. 188 makes up the difference. Here comes Bill Elliott now. He'll make his pit stop. Hut Strickland, Rick Mast is in. Chuck Bound making his pit stop. Dale Jarrett, Rick Ricky Rudd, cars that are now a lap down. Let's Eli, check into the garage up. area. Yeah, thanks, Eli. We've caught up with Kirk Shelmerdine. He's still strapped in the car, has not gotten out. Kirk, what happened out there? Well, we just ran over something, I guess. The tire popped all of a sudden right into the backstretch. Uh, obviously, Kirk is still in. You guys are going back out, obviously. Yeah, we're going to try to make a few more laps here and beat a couple cars that's out of the race and then come in. Well, you can hear all the pounding going on in the background. Kirk Shumberdine about ready to refire the Napa Auto Parts Ford. This is his first time here as a Winston Cup driver. He's been a crew chief for Dale Earnhardt. 164 laps are on the board. That'll give us 24 laps to settle the Winston Select 500 here this afternoon. If I had to pick somebody to win this thing right now, I'd be hard-pressed to, to pick a favorite if you'd give me my choice. You will, won't you? I, yeah, you can have your choice. You go ahead for two bucks. It's your, it's your call. <laughs> I believe I'll just wait a while. I would think so, too. Eli, let's get a comment from Gordon Gibbs, who's the crew chief on Steve Grissom's car. They've been up in that lead draft all day long. Gordon, you guys caught, caught a break in that situation. You didn't pit with the leaders, got behind, caught a break, and decided not to pit. What's the story? Well, we just thought it would be best right now to stay out. You know, we've been running real well all day long. We missed a couple opportunities to stay with them, but uh, I really think uh, it was a good choice to stay out, and I think we can run with them and hopefully stay up there. That's Gordon Gibbs, the crew chief on Gadsden, Alabama's Steve Grissom. He's running third right now. Field about to be given the indication when they come across the stripe. There will be one more lap before we go back to green flag conditions. And apparently those three cars are going to stay out there. Sterling Marlin, Jimmy Spencer, and Steve Grissom. I'm machine. in Ernie Urban's pit. I need to get a word here the way. McReynolds. Larry, 
You had a bad break, but you had a good break that you got a caution. Yeah, you know, he's been telling me all along, he said, if we can get this thing tightened up, I can beat these guys. And, and nothing we was doing was responding. And, and the last stop before that last one, the guy seen the spoilers broken. And even Ernie had said, Larry, is it my imagination or is a spoiler down on the right side? And we got it fixed. We got four fresh tires, 17 cars on the lead lap. Uh, I ain't like what I've been seeing back here in the back of the pack on these restarts, but we'll just see what happens. That's Larry McReynolds, crew chief for Ernie Irvin, as they set to go the final distance of this race. And we've caught up with Tony Parr, who's the crew chief on Greg Sachs' car. You guys just came in, made a late pit stop. What's the story, Tony? Well, Greg, you know, he's running good and all, and uh, we were scared that we might not have got all the lug nuts on the right side. We just wanted to make sure. He feels good. We feel like we can go back to the front with four tires. That won't hurt us. That'll make us even better. So everybody's having to lift, and I don't think he'll have to lift now. Tighten the right side lug nuts and change left side tires on the U.S. Air car. So that's what's happening down on pit road where the story plays out. We're at 165 complete. 188 laps makes up the distance here today. Coming up around the NASCAR world, the NASCAR Slim Jim All Pro Series running next Saturday, May the 7th. The Skoll 200 at South Boston Speedway in Virginia. May the 28th, the Florida 200 at Volusia County Speedway in Barberville, Florida. And June 4th, a 200 lapper at Somerville Speedway in Somerville, South Carolina. Next stop for the Slim Jim Tour. Also a quick mention of something coming up on Wednesday of this week. Wednesday, May the 4th is a big day for the folks at Hyde Manufacturing Company. Their activities beginning at 2.30. They'll have a demonstration of Hyde tools. The Bush Grand National Team with Mike McLaughlin, the driver, will be on hand. All of that taking place at the Eastford, Ro- or Eastford Road location of the Hyde Tools Company up in Southbridge, Massachusetts. They've got hot dogs, hamburgers, barbecue, all sorts of stuff uh, being Give it away for those of you who want to swing on by and meet the folks in the Hyde Tools team coming up on Wednesday, May the 4th. 165 on the board. Elmo Langley brings the Pontiac pace car onto pit road. Green flag is in the air, and if this thing stays green down to the checker, it could be anybody going to victory lane. The leader is Sterling Marlin. He did not pit. Jimmy Spencer is second. He did not pit. Steve Grissom is third. He also did not pit, but from there back, everyone else went into the pits. Dave Marcus is fourth as they scramble back to turn one to settle this one here at Talladega. Over to Joe Moore. Sterling Marlin gets a big jump on Jimmy Spencer, climbing the banking of turn number one. Now Steve Grissom follows the line on the outside lane. Slower cars occupying the inside of the track. Here's Dave Marcus, the fourth place car. Fifth in line now, the Lake Speed car. Then Morgan Shepard, all following nose to tail onto the back straightaway. Watching Ernie Irvin all the way back, 17th in line. No move yet to try and advance his He's got lap cars to his inside. Marlin, Spencer, Grissom lead the field now to three. Rumbling up the full speed now as they all tuck down to the inside of the racetrack. The leaders do. The front four cars now make it five as Lake Speed joins the front draft. But two cars begin to break away. Jimmy Spencer and Sterling Marlin up front, one and two. Dave Marcus still hanging right in there. Dave Marcus, what a story that would be here today. A former Talladega winner who wouldn't mind putting that research and development car for Hendrick Motorsports back in victory lane. He had worked out to about a half lap lead, you might remember, a while ago when some of the other lead lap cars began to make their pit stops. Then when Dave came in under the caution, he had that much of a cushion to take on just fuel and get back out there. He is the leader among those who have pitted. The three cars ahead of him never did make a pit stop. The leaders are on the backstretch. All running single file up in the high side of the racetrack. Meantime, Ernie Irvin is ducked down to the inside. He's bypassed just a couple of cars, but he's still hung up in lap traffic. Leaders stay single file as they hit the bottom of the racetrack in turn number three. Everybody stays that way. Lake Speed looking to the top of the back. 
banking just for a moment, but right there is Morgan Shepard, so he shuts down the inside lane. The top 10 cars, all single file off the turn. 17 cars are on the lead lap. It's winding down. You better find yourself a drafting partner, and you better stick with him until the checker comes down here this afternoon, or you're going to go to the tail end of the field. Sterling Marlin, who won Daytona, felt like he could do it again here at Talladega. He's the leader. He's back in one. Here's a move for fourth. Now Lake Speed slings up to the outside of the racetrack. He'll go to the outside of Dave Marcus and try to bypass him. Drafting help falls in behind Speed in the form of Morgan Shepard, Michael Walter, but everybody else in that lead draft. Marcus all by himself down on the inside line as they rocket past him on the outside. Here goes Dale Earnhardt past Dave Marcus. Now he's going to fall in line behind Earnhardt and in front of Bobby Hamilton. Meanwhile, the front two cars have been joined. Steve Grissom's machine tucks in behind Jimmy Spencer, but Grissom slides up the banking, opens up a lane, and, st- and stealing it on the inside is Lake Speed. Speed will get by. Now the threat for third from another car. Those cars work through the trial area. Lake Speed looks and sees Morgan Shepard behind him. Steve Grissom to the outside with Michael Waltrip and Earnhardt. Grissom gets shuffled out. Dave Marcus gets shuffled out. The front pack now scrambles themselves. As Spencer wants a piece of the lead in turn one. Jimmy Spencer dives to the low side of the racetrack. Going into turn one. He's up alongside Sterling Marlin. Marlin struggles to stay even with a Jimmy Spencer car. Side by side off turn number two. The edge to Spencer, but Marlin's still there. Marlin has the drafting help on the outside. Nobody going with Spencer. Now everybody behind Marlin abandons. Comes down to the inside. Lake Speed will push Spencer past into the lead. Jimmy Spencer gets out front now. Lake Speed takes second. Sterling Marlin struggling to hold on to third. Another Ford is right behind him. Morgan Shepard now looks to the inside. Marlin squeezes down to the inside. Shepard gets cut off in the corner and drops in line fourth. And as every driver will tell you, Talladega, you find out who your friends are in a hurry in the final 20 laps here this afternoon. Spencer has jumped out to a big lead now. Four car lengths as he crosses the start finish line. Lake Speed a strong second. He's got his hands full with Sterling Marlin back in turn two. Sterling Marlin riding in the third spot right behind the Lake Speed car. It's two car lengths back to Morgan Shepard. He rides in fourth. Fifth is Michael Walter, but now on the move in sixth. Dale Earnhardt. He dives to the inside of Ted Musgrave. They'll go side by side, racing for that spot on the back straightaway. Ernie Irvin trapped three wide, couple spots farther back, trying to find a way around Dave Marcus, Kyle Petty, and Greg Sachs. The front five are single file. Earnhardt trying to get sixth away from Musgrave. Musgrave drifts up high on the banking. Earnhardt to the inside. He'll pick up some drafting help right behind there as Brett Bodine. His car tucks down in behind Earnhardt's machine still. Side by side for the sixth position off turn four. Ernie Irvin trying as he can. He's just caught up in traffic near the middle point of the pack. At the head point, here comes Jimmy Spencer. Jimmy through the trioval area in his 123rd career Winston Cup start. Looking for win number one. Lake Speed, a former winner at Darlington, running right behind him in second. Front five cars, nose to tail. The shuffle still from six on back, while up front lap traffic coming into play. The leaders go wide. Back in six, it's Earnhardt to the inside of Musgrave. This time, drafting help on the inside lane. Earnhardt will dive up on the high side in front of Steve Grissom. Here's Spencer dropping down to the inside of the back straightaway, trying to break the draft on Sterling Marlin. Lake Speed is going to get caught out of line there at third. Shepard goes to the high side. Lake Speed hung out to dry now. He'll go to the inside of the racetrack. Michael Waltrip's yellow Pontiac drifts to the outside. This will be the battle for the fourth position. Speed on the inside. And now, Dale Earnhardt shoots up to join that battle off turn four. 174 laps on the board. It'll be 175 as the field comes past the trioval area to the stripe. 13 laps to go. The leader is Jimmy Spencer, who finished second here a year ago at Talladega. Sterling Marlin is second, the winner of the Daytona 500. Atlanta Motor Speedway specialist Morgan Shepard trying to break through with a win here in Talladega today. He runs third. Then you've got other cars all scrambling for position. Dale Earnhardt is up to fourth. Ernie Irvin now fifth. And Michael Waltrip runs in the sixth spot and seventh is Ken Schrader.
On the back straightaway, the leaders all running single file all the way back through the front. Eight cars now. Musgrave is running eight. Side by side for ninth. Greg Sachs inside of Lake Speed. Ernie Irvin taking a look to the inside of Dale Earnhardt. The battle there for the fourth position. Irvin tucks right in behind Earnhardt's rear bumper as they come off turn number four. The front five cars all single file off the fourth corner back to the dogleg. I got a feeling Ernie Irvin and maybe Dale Earnhardt are going to be the two cars that link up and try to get around everyone else at the front of the pack. Jimmy Spencer makes that racetrack real wide here in the dogleg as Morgan Shepard scooted up just a little bit, and Dale Earnhardt's underneath him. He's going to lose third place. Earnhardt's making his move down to the inside of the track. Irvin falls in behind him. They'll draft by Morgan Shepard. Now trying to get a line on Sterling Marlin coming into turn two. Marlin sees him coming. He'll try to slide down the banking and hold off the move. Now it's Michael Walter fanning out to the inside. He got caught out of line. He'll have to fall in line behind Morgan Shepard. Meanwhile, Ken Schrader has to check up while Waltrip checks in the line, so Musgrave has to swing out a little bit. They all get away okay. Front five cars, all single file. Everybody stays content to the inside of the race track. Ernie Irvin back in the fourth position. Now Sterling Marlin taking a look for the lead on the inside of Jimmy Spencer. Spencer's red Ford slips to the outside. Marlin takes a look to the inside. Now drops back in line. The lead cars now closing in on the Todd Bodine machine. Limping around with that modified look after an accident earlier. They'll swing by him heading up in a turn number one. 11 laps to go. 177 complete. Sterling Marlin still hounding away at Spencer. Spencer holding him off though once again. Taking a lower line this time coming into the turn. He'll come up on the slower car of Todd Bodine. Spencer rides along in the top spot. Sterling Marlin is second. Earnhardt picks to the inside. Single file on the high side, working their way around the lap traffic, down the back straightaway. Spencer, Marlin, Earnhardt, Irvin. Here's a bid by Earnhardt. Marlin tries to put the block on, though, in three. And does as he drops down to the inside of the racetrack. Dale Earnhardt is cut off. Now Earnhardt slips to the high side, as does Spencer. Marlin by himself to the bottom of the racetrack. Now he slips up a lane, side by side for second to the line. Got to hand it to Dale Earnhardt. He does not come out of that throttle. He took that car right out against the wall, determined to catch Jimmy Spencer if there's any way to do it. He has moved himself up to second place, and in doing so, he's brought Ernie Irvin with him. Can they chase Jimmy Spencer down? They're back in one. There are five car links behind Spencer, but again, Spencer is riding all alone. Earnhardt has drafting help from Irvin, Morgan Shepard, and Michael Waltrip. Now they catch Spencer in turn number two. They'll look to the inside, coming off the corner. No chance yet to make the move. Sterling Marlin, the loser in the last 2.6 miles. He goes from second all the way back to the tenth spot. Down the back straightaway. Earnhardt and Irvin continue to follow Spencer. Earnhardt's black Chevrolet looking for the opening on the inside of Jimmy Spencer, but Spencer keeps the red Ford down low. Now he drifts up. Only a half a lane. No room for Earnhardt to make the move. Everybody stays single file. The top ten cars off the fourth turn. Let's go to the Spencer pit. We're in Jimmy Spencer's pit with Mike Hill. A lot of people behind him as Mike watches his car go by. Mike, they're all behind you right now. Yeah, we're pretty much like the fox and the hounds after this year, Jimmy. I don't know what they got planned back here. We're just pedaling as fast as we can. That's Mike Hill, his crew chief, as they watch Jimmy Spencer circle this racetrack and hoping that he can keep it out front for the final few laps. They're going to have to do a lot of pedaling. It's going to be a lot of changes, i got a feeling, in those last ten laps. Let's go down to Winston Kelly. Winston Kelly checking on a story down on pit road right now. We'll hear from him in a moment with the lead cars climbing the banking of turn three. Spencer forced up high on the outside of some lap cars. Everybody else swings up and snakes their way around the slower cars that occupy the inside groove. Now snaking their way back down to the inside. Spencer strong off the corner. Holds off the charge by Earnhardt. Back to the line. Here they come through the trial area. Lap 180 going up on the board. Eight to go. The leader is Spencer, Earnhardt second, Irvin third, then Shepard, Michael Walchup, Schrader, 
Musgrave, Sachs, Lake Speed, Sterling Marlin, all battling for the win. They're back in turn one. Once again, no one steps out of line. Spencer, last time here on the back straightaway, started trying to break the draft, running a lower line than everyone else. This time, they're all tacked up on his rear deck, coming off the corner. Single file down to turn three. No lap traffic, the distance of the back straightaway. This time by, they'll work their way in line. Everybody tucked up tightly together. Now the front six, beginning to break away from seventh on back. Ford shows the way as they climb the 33-degree banking of turn number three. Now, here's Schrader to the inside of Waltrip. That's the battle for the sixth position. Waltrip's Pontiac drifting up the banking. Now he tags back onto the lead draft. We've seen some dandy finishes over the years here at Talladega. I got a feeling we got one coming here in about six laps from right now. Here they come down, make that eight laps from now. Spencer is still the leader. Earnhardt, for the last three laps around, has showed no inclination to make a move on him at all. Ernie Irvin the same way as they tuck in nose to tail behind him. But when Dale Earnhardt goes, I got a feeling Ernie Irvin's going to go with him. They're in turn two. Earnhardt's now looking down to the inside of Spencer. Spencer sees him coming, slams the door here in turn number two. They'll tuck back in right on the rear deck of the race leader. Dale Jarrett's car will be up ahead of the leaders. It'll take him a few more laps to catch him, though. Now five cars beginning to break away as Michael Waltrip loses contact with Ken Schrader. Schrader's a back into the five-car draft now. Two Chevys and three Fords rumble into turn number three, now heading into four. Spencer keeps his red Ford right down to the bottom of the racetrack. No room to make the move. Everybody stays single file off the fourth corner. Barney, you mentioned the fact that when Earnhardt goes, so too will Irvin likely go, but Jimmy Spencer, to put it mildly, is not one who has moved over over the years. He has taken those squatters right seriously. Just because two guys hook up, will they be able to make the move around Spencer? We'll find out inside of six laps. They're back in one. Everybody knows the tail coming back into turn one. Again, Earnhardt takes a little bit lower line. Spencer goes up the banking, now brings it back down. Earnhardt gets a shot, looks to the inside. No chance to make the move. He'll fall back in single file. Ernie Urban right in Dale Earnhardt's tire tracks, as are Morgan Shepard and Ken Schrader. They come up to the end of the back straightaway now and begin to close on Dale Jarrett's car. Jimmy Spencer shutting down the inside lane once again for Dale Earnhardt. Now here's Ernie Irvin. He'll drift up the banking a bit, as does Earnhardt. The inside lane closed down by Dale Jarrett's machine. Everybody moves to the outside. A quick scramble, but back to single file. Like a big roulette wheel, place your bets on these numbers as they come down the line. Is it going to be 27? Is it going to be 3? Is it going to be 28? Is it going to be 21? Or is it going to be 25? Those are the five cars with five laps to go. They make a move in turn one. Front five cars all knows the tail once again coming into the turn. Here's Earnhardt. He drops down low. Spencer tried to slam the door. Couldn't do it. Earnhardt gets by. Spencer has to quickly get down in line before Irvin falls in line behind him. Irvin could not make the move with Earnhardt. So Spencer holds on to the second spot. It's Earnhardt, Spencer, Irvin, Shepard, Schrader. Now Michael Waltrip has caught the leaders as well. Dale Earnhardt's black Chevrolet works well to the inside of the racetrack. Nothing opening up. And now Ernie Irvin gets some pressure from behind. Morgan Shepard looks to the inside. He opened up a half a lane. Now Shepard's got to guard the outside. Here comes Ken Schrader. Kenny Schrader trying to make a move as well as they all mix it up here with four laps to go. The leader, Earnhardt. He has not been able to pull away from Spencer. Further back from fifth place, further. They are scrambling it up. The leader is Earnhardt. Spencer looked inside. He peeks inside again. Ernie Irvin waiting and watching. Those cars going single file. Also, Ken Schrader now riding in the fourth spot. Michael Waltrip in fifth. The shuffle further back as Morgan Shepard dives to the inside of Sterling Marlin. They'll come side by side off turn two. Lap traffic will be a factor. Four lap cars ahead of the leaders on the back straightaway. Earnhardt darts to the inside, weaves back to the outside. Here's Irvin. He's going to bid on Spencer for second. Irvin down to the bottom of the racetrack. Takes it right down to the inside of Jimmy Spencer. The two Fords side by side through the turn. Coming into turn number four. Irvin with the edge. Who will go with him? Ken Schrader drifts up to the outside. Lap cars ahead as they head down the short straightaway.
away. As we said a moment ago, you find out who your friends are in a hurry in the last 10 laps at Talladega. I'm too old for these kind of finishes. It's I don't know if amazing. I can stand this or not. <laughs> down to the line, Earnhardt. Spencer goes all the way down to the apron of the racetrack and will make the move in turn number one, but Willie. Spencer, oh. Spencer has a nose out in front. He has to watch out because of slower cars down on the inside. Todd Bodine's machine is there. He threads his way through. Now he's up alongside Earnhardt. Side by side for the lead. They're dead even off turn two. No drafting help for the moment for Spencer. Ernie Irvin has fallen back off of his back bumper. Enter Ken Schrader into the picture. Now Michael Waltrip. Three wide for the lead in turn three. Waltrip down to the inside. Waltrip going for the lead now. The Pontiac down to the bottom of the racetrack. His yellow machine in a side by side duel with Dale Earnhardt. Waltrip and Earnhardt dead even off the turn back to the line. Michael Waltrip's 246th Winston Cup race. He's looking for his first win. Spencer's looking for his first win, but they've still got a chase and pass. Dale Earnhardt, they go wide in the trioval. Two laps to go. The field strings back into turn number one. It's still a grab bag among eight drivers. Earnhardt leads the way. Michael Waltrip is second. Schrader now in third. Jimmy Spencer on the inside of the track. He's challenging for third with Schrader. Ernie Irvin still in the picture as well. He's sitting there in the fifth spot. Couple of lap cars ahead as the leaders blast their way down the straightaway. Harry Gann and Chuck Bound begin to edge towards the inside. It's Ernie Irvin pushing Ken Schrader trying to stay in contact with the front two. No friends for Jimmy Spencer. Backwards in a big hurry, but now Spencer battles back to the inside of the racetrack. Irvin opened up a three quarters of a lane. Spencer took advantage. He muscles his car to the inside. More lap traffic ahead as they head back to the white flag. This may be the most exciting finish anybody's ever seen here at Talladega. Earnhardt's leader. Michael Waltrip second. Kenny Schrader is third. Back in fourth place. It's Jimmy Spencer and Ernie Irvin door to door going at it. Final lap. White flag down in turn one. They'll flash by some of the slower cars down on the inside. Harry Gant. Couple others occupying the inside lane. But up front still it's single file. Earnhardt. Michael Waltrip. Ken Schrader and Ernie Irvin. They've got about five car lengths on the fifth place car of Jimmy Spencer. Down the stretch they come. Here's the move. Michael Waltrip to the inside. Schrader to the outside. Earnhardt blocks Waltrip. Now moves to the outside. He blocks Schrader. Irvin three wide at the bottom. Ernie Irvin to the inside of the racetrack. The black Ford with the advantage. He advances to second. Michael Waltrip is third. Now he sets his sights on Dale Earnhardt. Earnhardt's black Chevrolet leads off the fourth corner. But here comes Ernie Irvin to the line. One final try. Ernie Irvin draws even. He's now trailing through Earnhardt. They come to the trial of area. Dale Earnhardt will not feel a challenge at all. Irvin does not pull out. Earnhardt wins. Irvin second. Michael Waltrip third. A photo finish between Jimmy Spencer and Schrader for fourth and fifth in a most remarkable Talladega Winston Select 500. We have seen some moves today that will literally take your breath away. The one move we saw from Spencer before going to the apron of the racetrack getting around Todd Bodine is one of the great moves that we have seen today but when all is said and done Earnhardt picked his way through traffic and that final time through the trioval never even felt a challenge from Ernie Irvin. Tell you what, man, I've seen a lot of races here at Talladega, but I've never seen one like we've witnessed here today. We've had a little bit of everything, some moves that will take my breath, and I'm sure as it did the fans here. Nobody has left. Everybody is still in these stands. Dale Earnhardt wins it. Ernie Irvin finishes second. Michael Walter, what a run for him in the closing stages here to finish third. And it looks like that Jimmy Spencer will finish fourth, and unofficially right now they're trying to decide whether it was Greg Sachs or... Kenny Schrader finishing in fifth. Let's go down to Winston Kelly. Well, a lot of the drivers came into the entrance to the garage area. Now they're pulling back up to the gas pump. Ernie Irvin driving along in his Haviland Ford. He's, he's nose to nose with an ambulance here behind the wall having to get around here. Here comes Ken Schrader. He's got his helmet off. Michael Waltrip. 
now coming by the top five finishers. Also, Jimmy Spencer coming by. We'll have a comment from them in just a moment. They're also still looking at the uh, videotape finish here to determine the exact finishing order of the uh, Greg Sachs car. He was somewhere in that top five or six, and they're just having to go over the videotape replay to establish what happens behind the front three. The front three are set Earnhardt, Ernie Irvin, and Michael Waltrip. Then from there on back, they're going to have to review the numbers. Eli, okay. Eli we've got to the gas pump. Kenny Schrader talking to Ernie Irvin about those last few laps. Michael Waltrip has crawled out of the car. Let's walk around here and get a comment from Michael Waltrip. Michael, Michael is a whale of a run for you. How about those last few laps? Well, it's just uh, it's tough out there. You know, when you get up to the front, they, uh, you, don't, you don't take any prisoners. And, uh, you know, uh, it's just a good race. And I had a lot of fun. The Penzoil Pontiac ran super. I really thought I had a shot at him, but... Uh, Ernie and somebody else come chugging up there by me and uh, about spun out in three and four and made it back and uh, it's a good day. I want to say hello to my mom at home. She's kind of hurting and uh, tell her I love her and uh, just had a lot of fun. My birthday was yesterday and uh, just a good weekend, I guess. Michael Waltrip celebrating birthday number 31 yesterday. He comes home third this afternoon. Great run for Michael. He put on some great moves himself in the final laps here this afternoon. As again, it is Dale Earnhardt down in Victory Lane. We'll be going there shortly to get his thoughts in just a minute. Barney, we've caught up with Ernie Irvin. Ernie, you had a great run, but the car dropped back, and then you had to challenge back. You had to battle back to a lot of cars. Tell us about it. Yeah, we did. You know, the car started getting real loose, kind of like it did at Daytona, and um, you know, this car's built for speed, and it just, it just don't handle real good. But, uh, you know, we held on, ended up second. Texaco, Haviland, fourth Thunderbird. I mean, that's just all you can ask for. You know, I mean, if we didn't win, and second's the next best thing. Uh, Dale drove one heck of a race, and, um, you know, he ended up winning it. How about those la that last lap? That was exciting. I told you to get down to a good lap, and um, <laughs> and it did. And, uh, you know, Kenny, Kenny, I had a good run on him, and then that gave him momentum. And, man, pretty soon we all had momentum. And uh, I was just glad it came down to us and not the 27 car because he's a little wild. That's Ernie Irvin. He comes home second this afternoon. Let's go to Victory Lane. Jim Phillips ready to chat with Dale Earnhardt. Well, he's got a big smile on his face, and he should have. Dale, what a comeback, and what a great win for you. Well, that was exciting, you know, to win down there. My buddy Neil Bonnet's uh, back door. And, uh, th our thoughts go out for him, but uh, today we're thinking about Eric and Senna and his family and fans. Uh, he lost his life this morning in Italy, and, uh, you know, that's, that's racing. He was enjoying what he's doing, and... Uh, Hate to see something like that happen. The mayor will be remembered well. He was a great champion. And it was an exciting race today, wasn't it? It was, uh, I, I just was running along there and trying to stay in position and uh, draft with Ernie or draft with whoever. And uh, Schrader and I was working well together, and uh, the 30 car and I were working well together. And there was a couple more guys in there that was knocking and, you know, stirring things up pretty good. But, you know, that's racing, so. We come along there pretty good. Luckily, we won. Ernie was second, so we didn't gain many points back on him. But it was a good race, and it's a good race. Chevrolet, come on home. How about the pass to Spencer to get the lead? Well, uh, he had been running good. I just thought I've got to go low and try something. And I got by him, and then Ernie got by him. So then it was a race. You know, we uh, the 30 car came along with us. He came along on the inside. So it's so much passing going on the last couple laps. I don't know who, who passed with who where. And, uh, it was just a... Uh, Luckily, we ended up first, and the 28 was second. Early in this race, I looked across that trial there at the Talladega sign, and your car was crossed up. I thought, I thought you lost it, but you gathered it back. Well, we got nudged from behind, and luckily we were pretty quick up on the steering wheel there and saved the car. But uh, that was about the story all day. The guys were doing things they shouldn't have been doing and bumping and pushing around. And 
got a bunch of cars and trouble, tore up a bunch of equipment today from what I could see. And uh, I was in several of them deals that just never did happen, uh, finish up like that. We saved our car and whatever. But these guys got to calm down. It's NASCAR needs to calm some of these guys down. Well, Dale Earnhardt, seventh win here at Talladega. He wins the Winston Select 500. At the Talladega Super Speedway, let's go down to Winston Kelly. With Ken Schrader. Ken, looks like you had a run on him maybe for that last lap. Tell us about it coming down the back straightaway. <laughs> well, Ernie was coming like a bat, man. He was flying. And I tried to figure I just had to go with Ernie. Ernie was going to the bottom, so I went to the bottom. Mikey blocked me. So I cut back to the right and drove right up beside Mikey, no problem. Except Ernie was coming so fast, it put us three wide over there. And uh, Spencer was able to get a run at us. But uh, heck, with 30 laps to go, we had ignition failure and flipped the switches and lost, got about 10 seconds back. Turned out that's all it was. And the guys had the car geared up for another ignition. So we're going home with a fifth. It didn't hurt us none. That's Ken Schrader. Worked hard all day. Came home fifth this afternoon. And they have looked over the uh, photo finish and they have posted Schrader officially in fifth now. It is. Dale Earnhardt, then uh, Ernie Irvin in second, Michael Waltrip third, Spencer fourth, Schrader fifth, then they will post the uh, 77 of Greg Saxon sixth, that now just being posted by the NASCAR scoring computers. For those of you who hadn't heard, let us uh, also clarify one thing Dale Earnhardt mentioned there in Victory Lane. He offered condolences to the uh, family of Ayrton Senna. Ayrton Senna, the great Formula One champion who lost his life in a Formula One race in Imola, Italy this morning. And uh, for those of you who may not follow the Formula One circuit that was the gentleman about whom dale earnhardt was speaking just a short while ago let's go back to the garage now we've caught up with jimmy spencer who drove his heart out all day long with a couple of laps to go he was in the lead he was poised to take the lead with one lap to go tell us about it jimmy well everybody likes that three car you know <laughs> i mean uh, they must be glue on his back bumper because they just all followed him and went on by me just a bad deal you know uh i thought we'd get the mcdonald's four in the winter circle today the guys worked great the, Car didn't run as good as it should the first half of the race, you know, but Junior and Mike kept adjusting on it and playing with the tire pressure, and they just did a great job all day long, and uh, we come up short. Well, earlier in the race, there was an accident that your car seemed to be near. You went three wide. Tell us about what happened on that situation. I really didn't go three wide, but it was close to it, you know, and I did cause that accident. I'm sorry for it. I hit the number five car. I'm sorry to his crew, and uh, just a, uh, a judgment call on my part. I sure didn't mean to happen, but... Uh, part of racing i got bumped a couple times today the three car bumped me pretty good but i was fortunate to keep it straight so all in all uh we had a good day with a top five and look forward to taking that car to daytona how about that attempted pass on dale with a couple of laps to go <laughs> well you know ironhead he's pretty hard to pass he's like a piece of steel and uh i was trying to saw into him but uh i just couldn't get anybody to help me man i just could not get anybody to help me so i just got to thank the mcdonald's people all over the country that's supporting this team and uh we'll get them someday down the road believe me Jimmy Spencer with a second last year, a fourth in the McDonald's car this afternoon. Spencer put on a heck of a show. I'll tell you, the move he made right here will stick in my memory a long, long think. time. When he went to the inside of the apron of the racetrack to bypass that Todd Bodine car, uh, it was just one of the all-time breathtaking moves right up there with the pass in the grass that we saw at Charlotte a few years ago. But also a, a big man, Jimmy Spencer, there to say, yeah, I caused that accident, and uh, he apologized uh, to those involved. 
here at the Talladega Super Speedway, Dale Earnhardt has now broken a tie with the late Davey Allison for the most career wins here at the Talladega Super Speedway, winning today's Winston Select 500. Of course, the Gatorade Circle of Champions induction goes to Dale Earnhardt again as he uh, sweeps all the other post-race honors as well. He takes the True Value Hard Charger competition. That's where points are given to the uh, drivers who are in the top five more than anybody else throughout the course of the day. Dale Earnhardt took the lead and led 64 laps here today. And his crew chief, Andy Petrie, takes home $2,000. The Plastic Coat Winning Finish Award goes to the winning crew chief each and every weekend. And Andy Petrie takes home the $2,000 gift from Plastic Coat today. And let's take a look at the finishing order. Earnhardt is the winner. Ernie Irvin will finish second. Michael Waltrip, a great run, comes home third. Jimmy Spencer finished fourth. Kenny Schrader was fifth. Greg Sachs was sixth. Lake Speed had a, a good run here today. He is seventh. Sterling Marlin finished eighth. Morgan Shepard was ninth. Steve Grissom, an outstanding run for young Steve Grissom. He is tenth. Ted Musgrave finished eleventh. Bobby Hamilton had a good run and finished twelfth. Kyle Petty was thirteenth. Darrell Walter finished 14th. Mike Wallace was 15th. Dave Marcus comes home in 16th. Brett Bodine was 17th. Hut Strickland finished 18th. Bill Elliott 19th. And Rick Mass round out the top 20. 21st today was Dale Jarrett. 22nd, Bobby Labonte. Harry Gant finished 23rd. 24th goes to Mark Martin. And 25th, Ricky Rudd. 26th was Kirk Shilmerdean. Chuck Bowne finished 27th. Todd Bodine was 28th, John Andretti 29th, and 30th today was Jimmy Hensley. 31st goes to Derek Cope, 32nd Terry Labonte, 33rd Rusty Wallace. Wally Dallenbach finishes 34th, 35th goes to Jeff Purvis, Dick Trickle finishes 36th, 37th is Jeremy Mayfield, 38th today will be Mark Martin, 39th goes to Jeff Burton, and 40th will be Loy Allen, 41st Jeff Bodine, and 42nd final finisher today was Joe Nimacek. Mark Martin, who had that uh, grinding crash, although he is just fine, he comes home as the winner of the Goodies Headache Award today, $1,000 from the folks at Goodies Manufacturing, a two $250 donation also going to the Brenner Children's Hospital in Winston-Salem, North Carolina from goodies in the name of Mark Martin, who came home in 38th place today. But I'll tell you, it was a scramble from start to finish. Average speed, 158.685 miles an hour. There were 30 lead changes among 11 drivers today. Four caution flags for a total of 23 laps. 17 cars running on the lead lap, and there were 30 cars in total running out of the starting field of 42. Patsy Herman and Judy Robinson were on the scoring loop today. Our Alabama gang of one. Jim Norton was our pit runner. We appreciate his help. Joe Moore, Alan Bestwick, and Fred Armstrong brought you the story from the turns today with Jim Phillips, Winston Kelly, and David Hyatt down in the pits and garage area. Barney Hall is alongside. I'm Eli Gold. We'll all catch our breaths together. Quite a show here at Talladega today in front of a sold-out grandstand. Dale Earnhardt wins and becomes the winningest driver in Talladega Super Speedway history. Until we talk next throughout the week and then next Saturday from New Hampshire for the whole crew, Eli Gold saying so long from Talladega. Motor Racing Network Classics is a production of the Motor Racing Network with studios in Concord, North Carolina. Remember to visit MRN.com for all the latest news and information. Any use of the accounts or descriptions contained in this broadcast must be with the express written permission of NASCAR and the Motor Racing Network.